There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey everybody welcome to the program that's fun huh we all saw me press that right oh you're not great there's apparently a, a, a double setting on the back of the clock here one uh one, one notch it uh, has a beep but the second one it doesn't but uh, not unlike Pavlov's dog, uh, if I don't hear that beep, I don't know to start. Uh, no, it's not going. God damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this says we're four seconds, six seconds. It's, it's, you know, that's going to change every second. Uh, but uh, so just know this. We're an extra 10 seconds longer. If you want. Keep that. Yeah. Keep that in mind. It's when like you're looking when you set your clock ahead so that you're not. Yeah. Late. This is behind. So it's the opposite of what so I said. So this is uh, the. um uh, it doesn't affect play at all, quite frankly. No, no. It's not like we have to be done exactly at one some magical time. So, uh, One some magical time? Have you ever had that over there at the uh, Panda Express? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be offensive to somebody. Uh, it's just fun with words. That's all that is. Anyway, welcome to the program, guys, on a Monday. Here we are. The uh, the uh, What are we looking at here? The 13th? Yeah, the 13th of September, right? Mm-hmm. The, yes. Uh, uh, halfway through September already, which is fascinating. You want to think about it? Uh, and uh, we're a little late today, and I'll tell you why. We uh, just yesterday. Here, here's the thing. Uh, over the years where we live, uh, our house will get infested with ants, but it yeah. is the neighborhood. I've talked about it many times on the program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this season, this particular summer, and usually it happens when it gets very hot. And then, uh, as Danielle calls them, the jerks. <laughs> um, One of my favorite things. Uh, I got news for you. The jerks, jerks are back. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. Um, and uh, generally in June that happens. And then from June, honestly, till October, is some days there's no ants and other days it's like, holy shit, I now have to spend an hour uh, taking care of this in the uh, shower or, yeah. you know, sink or where, where you know, because they're all, they're looking for water. That's the, mm-hmm. so this particular year, uh, year 2021, uh, I, I, you know, I would look at next door and so on and, and people are saying, 
Is it just me or is this the worst year for ants ever? You know, we always get ants, but is this the worst year? I can't get rid of them. And then people giving solutions and so on. And we haven't had an ant, not one single ant. Wow. And so yesterday, dummy, and by that I mean Jimmy Pardo, Jr., uh, <laughs> I say to Danielle, I don't want to jinx it, but they're, uh, uh, you know, everybody else next door is, is having a hell this summer. We, we haven't had any ants. And she goes, well, actually, there was just, there was one today, but no big deal. I was like, okay, great. So then I wake up this morning. I got news for you. Jerks are back. Jerks are back. You you, you did an ant, a classic ant jinx. Jinxed it. And then so she. I thought you were going to say. <laughs> so I did, the, I, I did something I shouldn't have done. I bought an ant farm and smashed it on the floor. <laughs> I, listen, it was my, was it my fault? Yes. Should I? Yeah, but you know what? Those ant farms are fun. You oh, see it's them so in there, fun. They live their life and they go from one place to the other. Did you have, did you have those as a kid? No. No. Even, even my mom was uh, <laughs> like, you don't want that. I had one. You did? Yeah. What's the point? I guess it's f- interesting to see how they make their paths. Well, I don't disagree with that. Now that yeah. you said it out loud like that, it's uh, right to watch their little. Uh, you know what? Uh, just play that uh, dig dug. Just play that. <laughs> I did. I, I did both. I was. Right? Uh, I was crazy for for tunnels. I like to. I like to think those ants are playing dig dug. I think that they're they're doing that. They're racking up points and yeah. and they they high five each other. With their little hands, which you know they could they could lift four thousand times their body weight. I don't know if that's an accurate. <laughs> Sounds right. What can they lift? Is it 400 times? Is it 100 times? I think it might be 100 times or something. Yeah. 100 times their body weight. And so the premise... You couldn't do that. The premise of Ant-Man is that he has the strength... Of an ant. Of an ant. When he's small. Right, little Paul Rudd. <laughs> and then he gets gigantic. Uh, your, your guess was not exactly wrong. Well, it was wrong, but it's not... It makes sense. Uh, and ants have been documented to be able to carry up to 20 times their own body weight. If a human could lift 20 times their body weight, that would be about 4,000 pounds. Yeah. So that's probably where you get the 4,000 That's probably where I got the 4,000. Two tons. Uh, or I just threw a number out there. It's one, <laughs> one of the two. I either had that in the back of my head or I just threw a number out there. Um, but it is uh, the most I could lift is, uh, I don't think I could lift my own weight, quite frankly. I don't think I could, uh, if, I, if you give me a barbell of, of my weight, I don't huh. think I could lift it. Yeah, certainly not with my bad shoulder and back. I, I right. wouldn't even try it today. But was it? What does a bare barbell weigh? Just without any weights on it. B A R E. Yeah, like B A R E. Or a brand name B A A R. A bare bar. Aren't they forty pounds? Is it forty or fifty sounds, pounds? Sounds right. Uh, depending uh, uh, on which one we're talking about, the, you know, those ones with the, with the weird little uh, cylinders on the end. Yeah, to, to prevent the, the the weights from smacking you in in the hands. <laughs> in the hands, yeah. Uh, yeah, those are 40 to 50 pounds, right? Yeah. And that when I when now look, I haven't lifted any kind of a weight of that type since high school. Well, you're dragging around all that fucking baggage to begin with. I mean, that's gotta, <laughs> you're already doing some heavy lifting on that's a daily fair. basis. So it's constant, constant way down, weighing down. What? Wisconsin? What did you just say? <laughs> it's, it's constant weighing down. But oh, it was okay. also I'm sure that's where the bars are made. Wisconsin. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're known for their steel. That's, uh-huh. that's weight country. <laughs> <laughs> but what uh, what I was trying to remember is like. In weight training class, which I had to take in high school for like one semester. Yeah, really. Uh, the you bar- didn't have to. No. Well, you had to, you had to take something. We had that, and then I, and then our our English teacher taught a uh, taught a gym class where one of the things we did was try to go across the football field as slow as possible, and the last one who gets there wins. What? Yeah, English teacher. Wait, try to get there as but, slow as possible. Uh-huh. But did you have to be moving? Like, you but you had, yes, to be you had to be moving. You had to be moving. On your mark, it said go. Uh, you had you could not just stand there and wait. Correct. You I kind of like you that. Would, you would fail the, the day. Who uh-huh. won? 
I don't remember. Seems like something you would do well at. Yeah, how'd the, you the, do? The, the I mean, I, I don't remember. I don't remember winning, but I did. I did do well. Yeah. How uh, long? Uh, you give us a. Uh, we're talking well, about was, what, 100 yards. Yeah, it was the whole class. <laughs> that was her. That yeah. was I don't, her know goal. What, I don't know what your palisade class lengths are. So is that an hour for 55 minutes? 55 maybe? minutes. Yeah, I mean that. That was look. Once again, English teacher. <laughs> so so her goal was to have us do something for the entire class time. Right. Was she hungover? Was that the reason behind this? <laughs> I mean, I if if anything, and I don't want to you know disparage a teacher whose name I haven't mentioned, but. She probably was stoned rather than than hungover. This was a hippie of some sort. Mm. Yeah, I would say so. I, I want to go back to the weight training class. Yeah, That's so, so specific. Well, yeah, I think, but you, it was it was an optional it was an optional gym elective. You but could we, do yeah, just we had that, that. In gym yeah. for a, for a uh, trimester. You would uh, you'd okay. have uh, weights, or on a rainy day, you certainly would have weights. I could have used it honestly. I, I'm a little bummed I didn't have that option. <laughs> I I didn't take it seriously. I uh, th- 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 my arms will. Yeah, neither, neither did I. But I think the theory was: let's say you wanted to be a football player, you wanted to be a basketball player, but you didn't make the team. You could do this, and then maybe later you'd be better qualified mm-hmm. to to participate. Yeah. So so I did that, and uh, the barbell itself was more than sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be the case for me. I would I would get a, a, a very sufficient workout just trying to lift that 40-pound bar. <laughs> I don't dis- I, In fact, in high school, I avoided that embarrassment mm-hmm. and just used the machines. Yes. Because uh, for some reason, doing 40 pounds on the machine didn't look as sad as the empty barbell. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. I, and I actually think psychologically i i feel like because our school had one of those machines so sometimes i would just go in there and mess around on it i felt like i could do more because it was safer you don't have to worry about you don't need a spotter yeah you can just go in there and try try 100 see what happens um i don't remember what my top was though I, I was very good. You know, remember, I, I, there was a time where I used to have those crazy calves. I don't really have those anymore. Yeah. But, uh, so my leg, my leg strength was at the top of the class, mm-hmm. but my arms were certainly at the bottom of the class. Yeah. And there was a guy named uh, Brian O'Shea, whose name comes up from time to time on here, who kept on telling me. He, by the way, to this day, he's, you know, in, in terrific shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's in construction these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in great shape then. Wore tank tops to high school. Some, oh. First of all, put some fucking sleeves on. <laughs> uh, that's a B. He uh, and he looked good in those tank tops. Make no mistake. I mean, he pulled it off. Uh, but he would always say to me, you know, with your body shape, if you would just spend twenty minutes a day working on the weights, you would be uh, hmm. you you, you you would bulk up quickly. I believe is what he would say. Hmm. And I'd go, sounds good, and then never do it. Yeah, I mean, your 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 shoulder proportions. Like I have sort of a pyramidal shape, but you're you go the other way. And I'm a scrawny guy, so like I, I feel like he would have looked at me and said, "Don't even try it." Well, he would have, he would have told you to, to leave the school. <laughs> I'm fascinated that this. He, he would have recommended long sleeves for you. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, this is our guest, by the way. This is the only reason okay. I'm looking at it. Okay, very good. Good, right? You're, I, I was, what? I'm fascinated that this high school student had such a, a deep knowledge of physiology, though, that he could look at a person's body and go, "You're good for weights." Like well, that's listen, weird. I, uh, I, I think the guys that are you know that do that, your gym rats. I think that they yeah. uh, they study it. I'm sure that, yeah. that 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 he heard a teacher say that to somebody at one point, and he looked at you and he thought about that person and, and said, "That's the same guy." And yeah, yeah, it's possible. Mm. He was a good guy. Brian O'Shea plays it's guitar. Called, it's called learning. <laughs> Sorry, I I I realize that I'm hearing the fan responding to my description of somebody said something and then he repeated it. I think if you just 
you know, tune it out. It's it's just white noise in the background at this point. <laughs> if you're hearing the fan, I recognize I got here late, and maybe you guys were bored out of your mind staring at each other because you don't have all the conversation without me around, uh, unless Marvel comes up. Oh no, we, yeah. we we caught up on our Marvel talk. Oh yeah, all right, good. Oh, yeah. So that was covered. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did he do any talking? Because it seems like maybe he did or did he, that he, did, he didn't. He did plenty. Or oh, he did. Yeah. So even, he just did cocaine this morning. Even though he hasn't seen Shang Chi and he hasn't seen the Hawkeye. He still trailer, had a lot to say about he's it. Still, he still had plenty to offer. In fairness, that's something all three of you guys do uh, <laughs> when, uh, well I haven't seen it yet but based on the one minute trailer and yeah. then you guys will have lots of opinions yeah sure. well yeah that's, that's the whole point of being a fan of Star Wars Marvel all those things is opinion having having strong opinions absolutely it's, it's like it's like baseball but without sports yeah it gives you something but, to talk about but at least we, we, you, we recognize baseball's real and superheroes are not right um so and by that I mean Superman and Spider-Man. I, I'm not talking about your police or military <laughs> or firemen. So, you know, coming off a weekend of 9-11, I don't want anybody to go, hey, yeah, so they, 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 all, you, all you guys do is make jokes about 9-11, but then you don't support it. Easy, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a... Why is you Leno involved? Yeah, like a Leno <laughs> with a head cold. <laughs> yeah, listen, I gotta tell you guys, you know, we had a Mavis and I had a terrific 9-11. Oh, absolutely. We pulled out the, I, we, I pulled out a 2001 Chevy. We drove it around. American-made, right? We put the flag on the back. We went around Burbank. It's, wow, terrific over there. I stopped the flappers. Did my same fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, go ahead. I, I'm as involved in Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man as a baseball fan is involved in baseball. That's fair. That's, that's, I, I get what you're saying. Is that a lot? I can't tell if that's a lot. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you two Actually, argue about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't realize you were that involved in Robert Downey Jr. being Iron Man, but. I'm just, I'm just saying that if, if you talk about all the details and the different stories yeah. and all that kind of stuff, that's kind of like being obsessed with the statistics of as baseball a, players. As a guy who's obsessed with soccer and also like Star Wars and Marvel, I, I do think it's the same, uh, whatever, the, the, the same instinct or the same, uh, need to know to like dig deeper than mm. is healthy <laughs> and and i think that the that the that the fact that a baseball player is a person who actually does something is balanced off by the fact that many fans go we won when you didn't really do anything <laughs> it's also the case we, that the, we the, are <laughs> yes the 26th man <laughs> Do you understand that? By the way, I didn't realize. I, I don't. I twenty-seven. I don't know how many people are on a roster. As much as I love baseball, I couldn't tell you how many people are on an active roster. Forty are on a roster, but I don't know how many are allowed in the dugout. But don't they usually? Moment. I mean, in in football, they say it's the twelfth man right. because it's the person. Yes, it's just uh, the star. Is whoever's on the field plus yeah, the plus fans one. are the one. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know what. Right. I, I don't know how many are allowed in the twenty-five. Uh, but you know how many people are on the field in baseball. And how? Yes. And that's how many that's people. My point. That's so how many people are in the one. rotation, right? But I'm not talking. No, but but there's the players on in the dugout as well. But do those my, players my, go to bat my, even though they go on the field? What the, I'm not <laughs> fucking around. Did did you see? Did you drink nine monster drinks? I I literally nothing. In fact, I was complaining at first, and I was like, boy, I'm glad I didn't, because because I was mad. I, I I was I was not just talking. I was like making some jokes. <laughs> You're also interrupting me trying to text someone to get the answer to a question I think you asked. Oh, I didn't realize that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> it was... 26. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> but can I... All, my whole point was yes. that when you make... When you say that thing in football and soccer, you don't have to consider who's the total roster. You're just talking about how many people are on the field. So if you know how many people are on the field... You say baseball, sixth man for... Uh... In, in basketball, the sixth man is actually the first guy off the bench. But in, in football and soccer, the, the crowd is considered the 12th man because there's 11 players on the field at a time. 
Um, I don't know what it is in baseball. Uh, you I, know I, how many people are on the field. I understand that, but I, I'm saying I don't know how they yeah. use it. Cause by your own examples, you've yeah. got two different examples. Maybe they don't say it in baseball. Can, can, I, can I ask my question? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. Will Matt have to text Do somebody? I, have to text somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. It's my understanding, tell me if this is wrong, that the only people who are at bat are the people who are in the field, unless there's a designated hitter or something. Is that is that accurate in baseball? Yes. Yes. So then, so then, <laughs> it does not play into this conversation. Well, no, because 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 the other people in the dugout are like the people at the sidelines. No, then. Any, no, but anybody in the dugout can be called to bat at any given moment. But then the other person gets taken out. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they're not in the game anymore. That's correct. And they can they come back? No. So I think so. That supports what Matt's saying. I just didn't know if in baseball you could have like 18 players, but only nine players on the field and all 18 got to bat. It didn't seem right to me, but I no, that's know nothing. I, no, this is not a work softball league. This, <laughs> isn't, uh, this is professional MLB, Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. MLB. Um, which uh, my Chicago White Sox two, uh, took two away from the uh, Boston Red Sox over the weekend. Should have won all three of them hmm. and didn't. They're skidding into the playoffs and it concerns me. Uh-oh. Listen, when we got together as a team, we made our, <laughs> we made our roster for this year. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and I was also texting with our friend Jason Benetti. Uh, it was his birthday over the uh, yeah. Um, on uh, Thursday, I want to say it was his birthday, uh, mm-hmm. or was it? Yeah, whatever it was. Happy birthday to Jason Benetti, friend of the show, friend of mine, friend in our hearts, absolutely. And he's friend terrific. on the airwaves. Terrific broadcaster. We wish him luck. Now, speaking of sports, Matt, you on the last episode, you were discussing possibly going to see a soccer game live mm-hmm. for the first time since the pandemic. No, no. I, I went to one game in June, I think. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, when it seemed like things were okay. Oh, that's right. So uh, it, 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 there was talk of you possibly going over the weekend. Yes. How did that play out? I went. Oh, you did? I did. Yes. Wonderful. How was it? <laughs> it was great. Did you win? Uh, we did win in the probably the least uh, heroic fashion possible, which is uh, we the, the winning goal was an own goal. And it was the kind of own goal where sometimes in soccer, a defender will like, you know, the ball's coming into the box and they like try, they're trying to clear it and it goes off their head the wrong way and it goes in the goal. And it's like. That happens. Right. It sucks, but it happens. I learned uh, that uh, the phrase own goal from uh, this week's uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, this was a, a an unpressured center back trying to pass the ball to his own goalkeeper, and he passed it to his goalkeeper's right. His goalkeeper happened to be leaning oh, the other direction, and, and it, it just, just dribbled into the goal. It's like the saddest. <laughs> it was like, it was a slow motion. It was just like, buh, 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 and everyone was just like, oh. Oh, you still went crazy. <laughs> yeah, of course. What uh, What was the final score? Three to two. Three, well, that's still, it, it was exciting. You it was an exciting out a game. win. It was an exciting game. The, 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 the first goal happened 20 seconds into the game. Okay. We, uh, LAFC scored. It was the fastest goal in LAFC team history. The team's only four years old, but it's still very fast. <laughs> still a record of some sort. Yeah, yeah, 20 seconds is a very fast uh, goal. So that was super exciting. We were at the... Uh, at the end that it happened at uh, is like the you guys were sitting in the end zone yeah uh, my, my, to use a lack of a better yeah my friend's tickets are in in that right behind one of the goals the south goal so it was Do you like it there or would you rather be like on the quote unquote 50 yard line I I I don't I, I don't know how you work with when we talk about the pitch yeah I don't know what we're uh, yeah that the the I don't really either honestly I don't know the name of that center line <laughs> it's just the middle of the field to me but I I do like being on the sides just to watch to see equal it's a little bit more don't you but 
it's you see some things that in the end that you never see which gets kind of fun to see it from that vantage point too so i i don't really care just being there is fun were you uh, this is a night game correct yeah uh so this wouldn't play into it but where, where you were sitting where are you on the east or west side of the stadium south south oh so wait stadium goes that way yeah the 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 ends are the north and south boy why am i imagining that stadium differently then huh I don't know. Well, that's where I saw Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. And I want to, boy, I wanted to say we sat on the side, which would have been the south, but maybe I got turned around as I was walking into the stadium. Maybe. Either, bottom line, uh, no, nobody's ever kicking into the sun. Um, No, not if they're kicking north to south, to like forward or back. If right. Yeah. Uh, the goals, if you're aiming for a goal, you would never be kicking correct, into the sun. Correct, correct. And okay. that's probably why they positioned it that I way. I would imagine, yeah. Uh, did you for uh, some follow-ups as a guy who's been to a couple of baseball games mm-hmm. and uh, a few outdoor concerts mm-hmm. uh, was it um, now these are these are soccer fans though you guys are known to be dumb <laughs> were you wearing uh, did you feel safe yeah yeah I mean it's was it's, it crowded it was very crowded it was um, everyone has to wear a mask uh, everywhere except like once you're at your seat, I think is, it seems to be the, the rule. Like when you're in the concourse, you have to have the mask on. I think we even talked about this. Maybe what is it? Episode. Let's for 10 seconds. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the science of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm walking from my seat to the bathroom, they mm-hmm. want me to wear my mask. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in my seat, mm-hmm. they I don't necessarily need to wear my mask. Is it because the concourses may be covered? Yeah. Thank you for your time. And it's you've been there. It's it's. I don't like those. I don't but like those concourses. The concourse is not really big enough. Poor ma- poorly made. Yeah. Poorly designed. It was almost like they were like, well, it's soccer. This is never going to be full. And then yeah. it's immediately full. And they're like, oh, shit, there's more people here. And like, it's not enough room for every, especially because soccer is 45 minutes of continuous action. Then it stops for 15 minutes. Oh, and that, right. So every single person is in there when the game's on. And every, every single person goes to the bathroom and to get food at the exact same time. It's not nearly enough room that for people. That place is a disaster for that reason. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do about it. Like, it's it's obviously valuable real estate. If you push out and make it bigger, that causes logistical problems for the people designing it. Yeah, but other stadiums managed to to do it. Yeah, if they're in the middle of nowhere. But if you're in the middle of a major city, it's kind of hard. I think that's why won. most of these stadiums are in like the suburbs right. of some city. Hundred uh, percent. But even you know uh, uh, the Staples Center, there's the, it's, the, the concourses it seem wider there. Yeah, they do. That's true. And Dodger a, Stadium, even which has been around for ages, they, that even seems wider. Those play, that, yeah. that just seem like a very, a very narrow. Well, Dodger Stadium is multi-level. <laughs> That's the other thing. There isn't. There's only one level in in the Bank of California. There is. Yeah. So there's no like you're not dispersing oh, it, the crowd vertically at so all. So it's one. Then you climb up to your seat. Is that the purpose? You either go you go out and then you either go up, up or, or down. down. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was level when I saw Iron Maiden there. I was level. Yeah, I mean, if it, depending on so we were too the where these guys where these seats are, you don't you go out and you're just there. Yeah. You don't have to go up or Who down. Who are these guys? <laughs> it's a friend of mine from uh, school from Char- Charlie School. He he played Charlie played uh, AYSO soccer with his son a couple of years ago, and we became friends. And then another friend of ours is, was the guy who was the co- he also has a son that age and was the coach of that team. So the three of us, and then that first guy's brother-in-law has these season tickets and so he gets to use them quite a bit and uh 
uh, I've been the, the beneficiary on multiple occasions, and it's been fantastic. And you uh, you drive there together with these fellas? You meet there? How's it work? You took I, the train? Uh, to, no, I, I, I don't know how... I don't know. The train seems like a bad idea in this in this uh, pandemic. Oh, I see. But, you know, I was going to say that. I loved to take the train before. You, you did. But it was my yet. number one but way. But now you're paying for parking. Well, he his season tickets come with a parking So you pass. drove with him. I, I drove with the other guy. He met us there. It's a, t- it doesn't matter. He, yes. You drove with a guy you don't know. He drove me. No, no, I do know. No, said, no, no. There's only one guy I don't know. You sit in the back like Uber? <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the 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 guy who was Charlie's coach and I drove together. You did. He and then we met the guy who, who you don't know, who we don't know, and the, our other friend whose brother-in-law that is. They had they came together. The four of you went. You enjoyed yourself. <laughs> In short, yeah. Can we agree you can't play soccer without Aso? <laughs> Aso. Didn't you say Aso? Ayso. Ayso. Yeah. Yeah. Aso. Is that a is that a slogan of theirs? I want to oh, say I, did, yeah. I didn't. I've never yeah. heard that. P L A Y. Yeah. S O C C E R. Oh yeah. A A A Y S O. Yeah. Can't play soccer without A S O. I've never heard that phrase. I want to say it's on a banner. It's clever. I'll tell you this. I didn't make it up. Okay. I'm going to give you credit for it anyway because you've been. You know what, Garrett looked it up. I'd like to think maybe I did make it up. Now they said it. I swear to God, I saw it on a banner. Yeah, it sounds like something they would have. Because then the A Y S O are like a different color than the rest of the of the banner. Right. It, um, I can see it in my mind's eye, and it, it works. Looks great. Well, all right. Listen, you had a great time. I'm a little, uh, little hoarse. Like it, it's very loud there, and I had kept my mask on the whole time. Of course. And so the combination of those two things, having any communication, was I had to yell for two hours, and then I'm also cheering for the team. Uh, and it's I'm not I'm not uh, not I'm not in game shape, Jimmy. I don't have the uh, the stamina that I used to have to do that. Well, this will get you back. I don't know if it will. So you don't think so? You're not going to go. This is it. You're never going to another game. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, the team's not very good, so it's uh, they're probably going to limp into the playoffs and get eliminated immediately. But you still like doing go uh, go and enjoy the day, don't you? Maybe you get a snack. You know, it sounds like you don't get a snack when you're there. Nah, too crowded on the guy course. Pain in the ass. You either have to get. I got a bottle of water before the game started because that was the only time where it was like reasonable to to get in through a line. You know, if you try to go at halftime disaster it'll you'll miss 15 minutes of the game <laughs> waiting there just crazy it's all point of going is to enjoy it right yeah absolutely you know what was happening at the greek on uh, friday night was um morris day in the time and cameo oh wow and the barcase and lakeside and uh yarborough and peoples okay you lost me about and what and, <laughs> and two other ones <laughs> and i don't have an interest in any of those yet i was bummed i wasn't there the time and cameo sounds like a fun show it does doesn't it yes at the same time, Morris Day wasn't good then. <laughs> but but he had charisma. But, but if if you're sit, you know, don't you imagine they put on a good show though? I, I mean, look, they're basically they're you know they're performing Prince songs. Right. He wrote great songs. Yeah. Um, it looked and also by the, the the photographs of the woman that I knew who went, it did not look crowded at all, mm-hmm. which would have been very nice. Um, tickets might have been inexpensive. Right. Uh, so uh, speaking of in, uh, tickets, uh. Uh, I got it in my mind yesterday that the White Sox were playing in San Diego in a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, I could not understand why StubHub had no tickets available for it. Uh, finally went to the White Sox schedule and saw that, uh, uh, no, sir, in fact, they were playing there at the end of September 2022. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's when they'll be playing in September. 
uh, or in San that's Diego. That's amazing that that schedule is already out. I know, right? It, uh, huh. it usually comes out at the beginning of September for the okay. next year because uh-huh. they want to convince uh, season ticket holders right. to buy their tickets. Right. Uh, but I had it in my head, <laughs> and all of a sudden, after because the White Sox came, they won in the bottom of the ninth yesterday, mm-hmm. and I got I, I fuck, I'm fucking I'm going to San Diego. <laughs> and got and it was all in. I was like, I, I'm going to the internet. It's like, what? Oh, you know, yeah. San Diego sucking. Why aren't there tickets left? And, uh, by the way, on paper, nobody understands why San Diego sucking. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but uh, great! I'm glad you Least went. Least of all to, me. I'm glad you went to the soccer game. <laughs> Thank you. It's exciting. Yeah, I want to get you to a game someday. Uh, here's Not the, with these guys. I don't think you want to go with a bunch of guys who who are way too invested. These in guys it. are into it. We're all three of us. We're you know. We well, you up. just said you want me to go, and then you said. Uh, but not, if it's not with this group, if it's just you and me, but you know, I, I got to get a snack, and it sounds like this place is not snack friendly. Well. Was it snack friendly? I guess for Iron Maiden it was different because. People oh no, I didn't have a snack at Iron Maiden either because that fucking concourse is a disaster. I cannot. I can't be. I'm, I can't, I've never been more mad at a concourse in my life. Yeah, I think. I, I think part of me and and maybe this look uh, every uh, the way we approach the pandemic is is sort of uh, depending on your mindset, half science, half gut feeling. Yeah, and my gut feeling was I want to be as safe as possible. So I kept my mask on even when we were at our seats sure. the whole time. And I decided, other than to take a sip of water, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want to stand in a line for food. And I didn't want to, like, be but eating food. Especially and, that concourse, because there's no way you could have social distancing in that line. Right. Yeah, I went to the bathroom, and that line was, you know, everybody's packed in. That's the beauty of me, baby. I get in so close to that urinal, nobody's near me. <laughs> I got a stall, which I didn't even. Oh, that's a win. It was just like, you know, as the progression went it opened and i was like well i'm not gonna I'm, i feel like an asshole for taking the stall and someone like tapped me like go, like he like basically yeah. forced me to do it i was like okay I'll go. i think you know what whatever one is available when it's your turn i yeah. think you should take yeah. and um uh to me as a guy with a shy bladder uh even at 55 years old a, a thing that i thought i'd get past <laughs> at some point i'm a father for christ's sake you th- you'd think that certain things would happen yeah where you wouldn't get scared to take a, a whiz at a concert right. with, with there's a line behind you but i still uh still get a little uh, a little pee shy it happens to me sometimes i mean when i really have to go i don't think i have a problem no me neither when i really have to go it's not a problem yeah uh, but just, if it's I like, pay, hey, I we should go. My pants. <laughs> right? So there's no problem with that. I just bring a catheter. <laughs> you know, I are cath. you catheter? No, I cath. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, well, because you're a big fan of Terry Cath, so. Oh, I love him. It's different spelling, but still, uh, it still applies. Mm-hmm. I cath with cath. Yeah. I put on a little God, one, he, once or twice by Chicago. And if he hadn't left us before his time, imagine the ads he could have done. Oh, I imagine he would never have done that. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you want to know what the Terry Kath would have done, go to this particular Chicago uh, message board. They all know exactly how Terry would be living his life today. <laughs> Terry would never have stood for what's happening. You don't know anything about this fucking guy. <laughs> you saw three interviews with him back in 1976 and you think you know him. Right. And some people change between their 20s and their 60s. How about that? I mean, or 70, hopefully. <laughs> today, Peter Stara, 77 years old today. Jesus. 77. So that means Terry would, Terry would probably be 75. Yeah. Uh, or wow. or 80. I don't know. Right. I don't know where he was with the. How old? You don't know when, how old he was when he died. Oh, Jesus Christ. Was he 27 like everybody else? That'd be creepy. He was born. He, he died in 78. Right. January of 78. Which means you'd be. I think he was probably 30. Hang on. 45. 55. 65. 75. I'm going to say he was 32. That's my guess. Garen, how old was Terry Kath when he passed away? And did I get January right? January of 78? Or was that his birthday? Yes. His birthday was January 31st. Okay. 1946. He died January 23rd, 
1978. So he was 31. He was 31. 31, about to be 32. So I was very, I was real close. That's that's on the nose. Goddamn right, it's on the nose. I'm gonna, you know, when I play my uh, Dead or Alive uh, Chicago trivia, uh, which by the way is uh, just the one. (laughs) Yeah, there's. Is there other people? Uh, uh, No, but I, I'm gonna, and this sounds so horrible. I think in the next year we're gonna lose one. I think that uh, a, a former member. There's a there's a lot of people who have been. Yeah. Uh, oh no, there's two. Lord Dale uh, De Oliveira has also passed away. Okay. But you don't even know who that is. No, and and you you barely pronounced it. So. <laughs> I'm not so sure I did. Lord Dale De Oliveira. I'm no closer to knowing who that is than uh, before you said it. Percussionist. Okay. Uh, I did see him at the uh, Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, but uh, was not inducted because. Uh, oh, he just was there as a fan. He was there. <laughs> I, think, I think he was invited as a uh, as a guest. As a guest, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah you know that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame—they got some weird fucking rules where you, you can, you know, every member that's ever—if you walk past Bruce Springsteen, I think you got inducted. <laughs> uh, but if you're uh, the fourth guy, the fifth guy in Kiss, you were not. Right. And same same with Chicago. Yeah, like, yeah. This is some weird things like who who's qualifies and who doesn't. Well, well, also. Who's Johnny? Now, when's El DeBarge getting inducted? Or I, just DeBarge? Well, I could tell you never. <laughs> DeBarge is a group? DeBarge is never going to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> it's fun to imagine, though. Uh, I'd like to see them perform. <laughs> I tell you what, if they were at that thing at the Greek, I would have gone. That would that would have been the third one to convince oh, me to go. You're so right. That's what it needed. Right? It needed one more group I've it heard of. It needed one more. <laughs> yeah. I, you would, I, I cannot pull it at the moment, but you know the hit by Lakeside. You know the hit by the Barquets. You know sure. the hit by Yarborough and Peoples. I'm sure they were all on the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas soundtrack, and I probably heard them many times as I played that game. I would, uh, by the way, we were trying to figure out last night, uh, because we, I was talking with Danielle and Oliver, we were talking about how the previous Friday, we were at Pat Benatar somewhere at the Green Day, and yeah. Chris Regan was at the uh, the 80s thing, and so we were talking mm-hmm. about who was on the 80s show, mm-hmm. and then we could not figure out, I, I was uh, the other Stacey Q song, uh, besides two of hearts, I, we couldn't remember the title. I said, all I remember is it sounds exactly the same. Right. We did a one time in the last year, we were doing a live stream and we, I forget why it came up, but we played the other one. And you would think it's, it's two of hearts. Yeah. It's so, so similar. It is. So we finally played it. I, I cause by, by title, I couldn't figure out which one it was. Yeah. So I finally played it. And, uh, Danielle, she thought I was uh, gaslighting her by just right, playing right. the same song yeah. <laughs> until she goes, we connect to, it's the same fucking. Uh, hey, the formula works. Don't say CQ all the time here at Never Not Funny, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, something happened over the weekend that I wanted to talk about uh, in my life, but I forget what it was now. Oh, I had, oh, you know what? I forgot to mention this last week, too. I had some great phone calls with the listeners again over the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. uh, as I did last week, and mm-hmm. I did this past week, and hopefully I'll do some more this weekend. I'm not, not 100% sure, but... Uh, um that's a nice call so we've we got a, just a good group of fans we really do mm-hmm. so appreciate each and every one of them and uh they fly by they fly by and uh uh they're nice they're nice calls that's the point great uh but that was on saturday but i want to say something happened on friday or did i watch baseball friday? there was something i said oh i gotta i gotta talk about that with the guys but i forget what it is hmm god darn it hmm all right there it is but there was, there was something you all right Elliot? you're you, you got your reading glasses on he's got a new piece of technology that he's yeah i'm having fun with it and uh it's uh it's got a bright screen i was going to reduce the uh i was going to reduce the brightness on the screen is it bright because it does not look bright to me like i don't see a reflection now i do yeah it's reflecting well from my angle it's reflecting off the back of the ipad oh i see so not I, that it bothers bothers me but 
Juicy. In fact, you could bump it up a little bit. Maybe I could see myself. <laughs> do you think those guys, uh, the uh, your Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman, uh, do you think they see video or uh, photos of our podcast and go, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Why do they need all that? Do you think they think that? I'm going to answer as honestly as I can and say no. <laughs> they do, they <laughs> do not see pictures of us. They've thought either way. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of Jason Bateman, Oliver is uh, rewatching uh, Arrested Development. Oh. And um, I don't know if I need to see that a third time. I it's I, I loved that show so much, but it was I think, and, and, and part of the problem is I was very disappointed with the Netflix yes s- seasons or season or whatever. It just didn't work for me. And the and, but the second thing is, it was such a particular tone that I don't know. It's almost like it was the connective tissue that got us to things like the office and um, maybe that was the same time, but you know what I mean? Like, I do know what you mean. Like it, it sort of broke, it kicked the door down for, for the stuff that we all enjoy now. But at the, I think it's such a un, like a unique thing that it almost might feel too mannered and too, like, I, to your point, when I hear it in the other room, when I hear Ron Howard's VO, yeah. Um, it reminds me of hearing like Janine Garofalo do comedy in <laughs> right. 1991 where it's or even David Cross uh, mm-hmm. to tie it in even more. Yep. That that style of comedy, at, you know, that your your alt, quote unquote alternative comedy yeah. uh, was so of that moment yeah. that when you hear somebody doing comedy like that now, it sounds dated. Right. And so to your point, it, right. in hearing Ron Howard do it, it sounds so then. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I want to go back to then. Yeah, I think I could just enjoy the memories yeah. of how much I enjoyed it then. Um, it did make me think, you know, I was talking about Shit's Creek with my mom the other day. And, and it made me realize like that that's I think part of my resistance to Shit's Creek was that I was like, I already saw this show where like unlikable rich people are dealing with being broke. And I liked it and I got it and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of felt like that the difference was in Arrested Development, you had jason bateman as the quote-unquote normal one to sort of be your your entry point or you know sort of like that's the guy you can sort of relate to like that's how i would be reacting to these crazy people yes and i don't think shit's creek had that it's, uh, it's all crazy what people. about chris elliott <laughs> I, mean, I mean it's right there what about david yeah but none of them none yeah. of them right and maybe, I know like, maybe David's uh, eventual. Uh, well, the, the, I, I his know, paramour. Yes, I, I know the, the where it goes. I, I, I Elise has. T- I mean, look, it's a major thing in my marriage that I need to go back and like finish it because it's like I believe her and I believe everybody who says it's great. I just, uh, I, I just, I think you're. I think, out. I think you're okay. Yeah, I think you got out right at the right time. I, I got to the into the second season, mm-hmm. and then I just think other things came along that I got distracted by, and I just was didn't have the urge to go back to it. I think uh, I think that got some COVID praise. That's mm-hmm. uh, uh, my take on that. Garen, your thoughts? I'm in the exact same boat as Matt. I, oh, you bailed I, too. I watched. Bailed is not the right word. It's it's just got right. other things. Right, but but if you were invested in any way, shape, or form, you would have made time. For you would have made it. time that's, for it. And the fact true. that neither of yeah. you did right. speaks volumes. Okay, here we go. Monologue time. Go ahead, Elliot. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm 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 fascinated by a Matthew Belknap who we've got to do episode Z, but has not <laughs> finished this series. Uh, I know it's yes. crazy. It it does drive me nuts. I mean, it it eats why, away at but me. But why finish something if you're not in, if you're not into it? Because I I believe I believe my wife and other people that it gets to a point where I will be invested. I, look, I didn't after season one of 
Parks and Rec, I had no motivation to keep watching it, but that was at a point in time where it was like, I mean, it's on and people say it's good. There, there weren't so many other things to watch. Mm. So I just kept going and it ended up being great. And same with Mad Men. Honestly, Mad Men is very, very slow at the beginning. Agreed. Uh, but Parks and Rec, I think we could all agree, uh, uh, it peaked and then it came down. I do. I agree with that. Um, I will agree with what I said. <laughs> I, I never got into it. Oh, it, which is we. I mean, I like pretty much everybody on that cast. It just never. I, I think I missed it. Like I missed yeah. the moment yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. started watching it. Mm-hmm. But the interesting when you mentioned bailing on Shit's Creek, I, usually when I eat something, I sit down and I want something quick to watch on TV. And that show never, it never crossed never your mind. crosses my mind uh. to go back and watch. I don't know. It's like I'll look at Reservation Dogs and be like, oh, there's not a new episode yet. And then I just fumble around for something else until, you know. Eat your sandwich, man. (laughs) I know. You know what? Focus on your food. Chew. Chew your food. (laughs) You know what I did the other day? This is on topic, but uh, it's off topic, but on topic because based on something Aaron said, I got a text message from my friend JP Buck uh, asking me a question. And I said, uh, hey, let me, uh, you know, let me check my calendar. I'll be right back. Went to my calendar, forgot why I was at my calendar, never texted him back. <laughs> and he goes, well, like a day later, he's, well, I'm like, oh, shit, that's why I went to my calendar. Yeah. Like, but it literally was, let me check my calendar, swipe, went to my calendar, went, yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for here. What? Oh, man. There, yeah. there, I feel that. I, we're getting to a point that, I don't know if it's our generation or just generally people have this problem like that you just described, but... It's getting the point for me where they're going to need to install a thing on my phone that when I turn the screen on, the first thing is a box that you have to type in. What did you want to do here? (laughs) (laughs) And you type it in and then it either opens that or it just saves it. So it's like, go ahead and do whatever the fuck else you're going to be distracted by. But here was the thing you meant to do. I'm going to leave it in the corner for you. That's not a bad app. They should have that. Yeah. Hey, maybe that's swing set. Oh, swing set. I got to get that app swing set going. Maybe that's my app. Why did I I go out to the swing set? What was I going to think about when I was going to go for a swing because I had this uh, mental block? You don't have to explain why it's called swing set. Just accept swing set be on the website under about it's gonna no. have to be there. no we're not gonna have a website we're just gonna put the app it's just the app and we never explain why it's called <laughs> yeah. that's the fun of everybody it. Under, everybody just gets it you uh, either get it or you don't it's, yeah, it's sure. a shit's creek of apps it sounds like you don't get it, it sounds it's, like you don't get it. i mean set. i haven't gotten it yet it's a swing set swing set bud. swing set come on bud i just called you bud <laughs> you sure and then did. made fun of myself for doing so <laughs> um what uh ah, shit well, listen, wish everybody a lot of luck. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wish Oliver was not watching Rest Development is my point, because I'm hearing that in the background. And oh, you never went back to the, sorry, we cut you off on the ant story, and then we never got back to it. Oh, that's a fair point. Oh, what's up? Well, you were just saying that Dan, you started to say something oh, about then, Danielle. So Danielle cleaned it. Yeah, you're right. Danielle cleaned up the ants, and then uh, they came back while, basically, while they were watching Rest Development having breakfast, and then mm-hmm. as uh, Danielle brought Oliver to school, and I said, yeah, I can't, they're back. And I said, uh, you're going to have to get you know, one of those liquid bait traps, mm-hmm. which uh, I believe is the start of rest development, right? Isn't that the name of that guy? <laughs> liquid bait traps. Liquid yeah. bait, bait traps. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, when I go home tonight, there will be one million ants on that thing. And then in the morning, there'll be zero. Right. But you have to get through yes. the, the nauseating image <laughs> of those million ants crawling in that mm-hmm. six-inch area. Ugh. And so until I was able to get uh, one of those traps out, I had to then clean up again and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So right now, ants are having, I got to assume, are having a field day mm-hmm. um, in that little area near our, uh, our, our kitchen faucet, our kitchen sink. 
on the on the scale of insects that gross you out, it sounds like ants are pretty high up. To me, ants are near the bottom. Honestly. I don't. I generally don't mind them. Uh, I, 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 in fairness, I never reminded them until we moved into this house. Like and, in large number, it's 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 gross. It's gross. It's, it makes you go. Yeah, but well, you know what happened when I, when I when before we actually moved into the house, and I would go over there from our other place to like get things ready or you know thing. All of a sudden, the countertop, which is a uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a granite mm-hmm. and it uh, you know it's a, it's a dark you know black with you know flecks or whatever it would uh, the way of describing it all of a sudden it looked like it was moving and I thought I was like like dizzy yeah, or something vertigo or dizzy yeah, right. or, and I was like why does it look like it's moving and then as I looked closer there were a gazillion ants yeah and so from that second on I now I have an opinion on ants like that's a yeah that's an unpleasant experience yeah so I uh, and and before that day I don't think I gave ants a second thought unless mm-hmm. I was at a picnic <laughs> sure uh but uh you know up at the number one is cockroaches I just uh mm-hmm. and I I recognize people in Florida you know they call it palmetto bugs or you know water bugs they call it you know they have different words for them okay. and for, somehow they rationalize that it's like oh that's just a water bug no big deal but if I see a water bug I literally go by you know a uh, a suit of armor <laughs> to, to deal with the situation right. or if I see one I'll go well that means you always hear there's one there's a million and then I feel the need to uh, pull out every drawer look underneath look underneath the sink maybe I should go down into the crawl space and take a look around yeah I, I hate them I just hate them yeah and uh, you know we live in again we live in Southern California where uh, we're very very lucky that we've I think we've had three in 12 years yeah but uh you know other people that we know will go oh yeah jesus oh you have an ant problem you know it's it's september that means the roaches are out and like what do you mean the roaches are out yeah Yeesh. i don't even want to talk about it because i don't want to jinx it like you did with your ants but yeah uh but let's go to the other end of the spectrum like uh ladybugs great i can no problem with the ladybug about other, a, people, other people don't like them cricket love a cricket you don't want a cricket your house though but when it's in there, I don't mind. In fact, I will escort him out gently. I don't. I don't squash him. I will escort them out. Uh, uh, only, only the cockroach and the ant will get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. A spider or anything else will get. Oh, I'll, I'll, or a fly. A fly. I'll squash a spider because the, the it's supposed to say, you know the whole thing of you. If you kill a spider, it'll rain the next day. Have you ever heard that? I have not heard that. That was an old. That guy goes up and down that spout. He already. Yeah, I don't know what the origin of that. I, I don't want to call it a wives' tale because that's apparently offensive i'm assuming <laughs> i don't even know for sure that but cannot be offensive it probably it has to be every old phrase like that is bad now so we I'm just can, we cannot we cannot have gone so, so, oh, so, so far that old wives tale is a so you're anti-old wives so wives are supposed to be young is i don't believe i don't believe, I, I don't believe old has anything to <laughs> trade them for new model you nope. jerk no sir old has nothing to do with the word wives <laughs> It's an old wives tale. That's it's an old. Expression. It's an old tale. Oh, the tale is old. The tale the is wife. old. Oh, I always thought it was the age of the wife. I thought the wife was old. No, it's an old. Ta- that it, makes sense. It's You're, an old tale. It makes more and sense. And it was wives because they would they would they would get your gossip around the neighborhood. That's a negative stereotype. <laughs> Go back to any fucking uh, city in 1972. <laughs> the man grabbed his fucking lunchbox. He went to work, and the ladies gossiped. If I if I develop time travel technology, that's not what I'm going to be doing. You're making a big mistake. <laughs> it's not my first trip. You're making a huge I've mistake. I've got to find out what these wives in 1972 are doing. I'll, you know what? You don't have to do that. I'll tell you. They were gossiping. <laughs> That's what they were doing. Uh, that, right? They were hanging their clothes on the clothesline, and yeah. they would gossip to each other. I think it's older than 1972. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> 1572. Yeah? What is? That phrase, old wives' tale. Is that right? Am, am, am I wrong? Is it, does it have something to do with the age of the, of the wife? No. It's, it's the age of the story. Right. But they, so there was a time where you just called it a wives' tale. 
<laughs> yeah, well, in, in yeah, 1572. Yeah. You go, oh, that's just a wives' tale. Yeah. It, but it was it, it does have a negative connotation to it because they thought women were stupid and gullible and all sorts of stuff. So they the advice that they gave it's all superstition. Discounted, yes. Yeah, so. Oh, I see. Very good. Yeah, women are stupid. Uh, they just they don't believe science. They here, just here. believe it. Wait, like, what? If you step on a spider, it rains the next day. That's the kind of dumb shit they believe. Yeah, men never did that. <laughs> <laughs> and and don't continue to do it to this day. Yeah. For, with for example, like a pandemic that is killing thousands of people. Cut, cut to, cut to uh, some guy who's worn the same socks because his uh, sports team won. Well, that, that guy's day. nuts. Yeah. That person's just nuts. That's an that's an old man's tale. That said, you know what? When I move when I move here, I was told for auditions always wear the same outfit to mm-hmm. wear it for the audition, and then if you get a callback, wear it to the callback so that they remember you. But it turns out that's more for the theater. Mm. And uh, finally, one producer said to me, uh, if you wear that shirt one more time. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I'm just doing what I was told to do from, wow. from that book by what's the, the casting guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, but I, I get it. You know, I do wear lucky socks for sports teams, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> for every game. No, but I, I will say I, I had a pair of socks for when the U.S. played Honduras last week. And uh, it was the first time I'd ever worn them because I, I got them at the Nike outlet. And uh, I think they're more for like the Olympics. They're not specific to soccer, mm-hmm. but I don't care. There's socks that say USA on them and uh, wore them for the first time. We really needed that win. We got the win. And now those socks will be the lucky socks going forward. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what am I supposed to say? I assume you wanted to come out of him saying we. Oh, very good. Yes. Well, if the uh, if the sports player. Yeah, wants to wear the same socks at every game because it makes him feel good on the on the field. I would say yes. That superstition I, 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 psychologically will work. But Matt's wearing the same socks. I don't think well, it makes a difference. Yeah, but don't give me, at the same know. time, who gives a shit? We 100%. Let him wear his socks. Sure. Sure. I, I'm, doing, I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm doing what I can. I, I, you're, you're not I'm all have for fun. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Karen. Yeah, do you going to go check on our guest? Why don't you go check on our guest? He asked about the uh, restroom, so I'm give him a few extra minutes in case he had to go to the bathroom first I <laughs> thank you Garen. um anyways there's gonna be a lot of ants when i get home sorry and uh i'm wearing my unlucky socks so that's gonna be <laughs> yeah you should wear your anti anti-ant socks i don't uh that of course makes you remind you of that commercial with the uh we got an ant problem what the, is that for progressive who does that it's one of the it's one of those insurance companies. oh right insurance yeah. company i like i like one of the ants in there her delivery is fantastic that's a whole series because there's the one with the clogs. With clogs, I would live too close to the airport. James Urbaniak has just walked mm-hmm. into the room. He's uh, he's got the uh, he's, uh, sit right over there if you would, James. James just got uh, done, uh, you know, uh, dropping an engine <laughs> and um, uh, stealing a catalytic converter. So he's got a lot going on. Uh, he's also in that Del Close uh, documentary that Matt and I would not stop singing the praises of. Matt, please give the title of that if you would. For Mad Men Only, for the Del Close story. That's exactly right. And uh, he plays Del Close in it. That's right. And he's oh, terrific wow. in it. He is. He and our friend Matt Walsh and then uh, Josh Fatum. Yeah. He's the other fellow I want to say. And the documentary itself is terrific. The little skits are a little annoying. But I mean, otherwise, <laughs> they are. It is fantastic. If you, go pay attention to the information they're giving you, yeah. not the overacting that these three idiots do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to wait for the, the 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 cut where they take all those scenes out, oh my! I God. don't think they're going to do it, but you could hold out for the, that I, version. I, I hear they're calling that the Pardo cut. <laughs> I get it. The guy smokes. I got it. Actually, he's terrific. Is, is he's there so better good. casting no. than James Urbaniak is Del Close? Is, In all seriousness, is there better great. casting? I'm asking you. There isn't. Not to my knowledge. <laughs> he shouted from across. You the don't room. have to. Uh, there's a sound system that picks you up nicely. Oh, cool. Absolutely. 
Uh, all right, James Urbaniak is here. We're thrilled that he's here. And uh, I'm sure we're going to talk more about the the documentary. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, uh, I, I did watch a couple of docs over the weekend. Oh, boy. So a couple of docs to discuss. Mm-hmm. And uh, not at the moment. I don't know. if I, I think us teasing it is not theme show worthy or yeah, theme song worthy. I think you're right. Uh, also, we've got uh, Oliver's trivia question. I did get that. They did arrive on time this morning. Thank, thank goodness. And... Um, and then, of course, more of James Rubiniak, and uh, we'll go around the horn, we'll check in with Garen and uh, Elliot, and we'll find out uh, how everybody's weekend went. We'll do all that when we come back right after this. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from uh, appreciate it. Uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They got the calorie smart protein plus uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning, I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get You know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, I, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code Pardo five zero to get 50% off. Factor. That's a good meal. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a a, a chore that you have to get through i've got need. other things to do right let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for that me. jerk didn't quit i wouldn't be doing right. this i'd like to see elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant assistant to the building manager somebody over at the familiar yeah to deal with these broken chairs and all this there's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building that, <laughs> gone. well you know why right yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah, uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody! Welcome back into the program episode. I didn't say it at the top of the program because I was having the uh, the timer issues. Uh, Twenty nine oh five. 
Am I right on that? You are. Mm-hmm. All right, 2905. Uh, we welcome you in. James Urbaniak is here. He's hot off his documentary appearance <laughs> at the Del Close, uh, Mad Men Friends, or whatever it's called. What's it called? I can never remember the name. For Mad Men Only. It's for, for Mad, Mad Men, Men Only. only. It has nothing to do with John Hamm. <laughs> Imagine my disappointment. There's no John Slattery in it. A lot of people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it is. As I already said, it's wonderful. Uh, you were not able to make it to the, uh, to the premiere. No. But uh, you were at the premiere, uh, as we I, say. I hosted the uh, the Q and A. Oh my God! No, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't there for that. We could have used you. Yeah, <laughs> could have used you. I bet. Uh, but yeah, that was really fun. I I don't have an improv background, but I was always fascinated by that subject matter. Right. When I was young, like I thought about going to Chicago and going to Second City. I really thought about that, but I lived in New Jersey, so I just plopped over to New York. Into theater. Yeah, into theater, as we say. I th- it's, <laughs> I, we must have talked about this the last time you were here, but to me, somehow you're in our circles, and yet you're not a UCB guy, you're not an improv guy. Because yeah, when I moved to LA, the most vibrant performing scene here is comedy. All right. Whereas in New- I think that's a fact. All right. <laughs> it's not so much a theater town, but it's a huge comedy town, so I just fell in with a lot of Comedians and sketch people and improv people, they became my friends and part of my circle. Name one of your friends. Uh, uh, Andy Daly. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair. One of the funniest human beings Bullseye. on the planet. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Come on. Now you're just bragging. Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you know anybody that's not Norm funny? Crosby. <laughs> I love Norm Crosby. I stand by what I said. Do you know anybody that's Martin not funny? and Rossi. <laughs> you found him. We found him. That's Marty Allen, right? That was Marty Allen. And, and Steve uh, Rossi? Steve Rossi. They had an act in the 60s. Which was fine. Actually, it was good. I had an album. Uh, I was a comedy, kind of, I was a bit of a comedy nerd as a kid. Like, I, you know, in the 70s, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. High school, late 70s to early 80s. Wait, you were in high school in the 70s? Yeah, I was born in 63. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, oh, in fact, my birthday is a week from, from now. Oh. Yes. You're welcome. Very exciting. You're so intuitive, <laughs> So you'll Jenny. be, what does that mean? Hang on, hang on. Uh, you'll be 58 years old? I will be. I will be 58. Right. It's very exciting. It's great when the Gen Xers get older, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Let me tell you. I'm not that far behind you. I, I'm sure. But just enough behind you to feel better about myself. That's right. Um, so you grew up in the 70s. You would listen to, Steve Martin was huge. Love Steve Martin. Yeah. Love Steve Martin. Right in the demo. For yeah. Steve Martin mm-hmm. in like high school. Exactly. And I remember there was like, uh, you remember Gary Owens from Laughing? Sure. <laughs> the announcer guy? Of course. He, uh, he, there was an, there was an album of like different comedy from like the 50s through the 70s. And he, he was on the cover for some reason because he was Gary Owens from Laughing. So he was right. like, Gary Owens presents the world of comedy. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but they had like Lenny Bruce track. They had a an Allen and Rossi track. <laughs> Some of the guys were a little more obscure today, uh-huh. you know. But they, I think they they might have even had like uh, Firesign Theater on there, mm-hmm. you know, which is sort of hippie, trippy comedy from yeah, the seventies yeah. audio. So I loved all that stuff, and and then I and then I I'm kind of I've always been like a showbiz nerd ever since I was like a teenager. So I did a lot of reading just for my own enjoyment about early Second City, because it's such a fascinating time, and they yeah. were such amazing, like the first crew, like Alan Arkin and, you know, Nichols and May, who were not part of Second City, but were adjacent to the birth of, like, improv. They were all in a company called The Compass Together that Del Close was in. Right. So I'd, I'd read a lot of history about that stuff, and it was always really interesting to me, because it really is, like, this specifically American-born form that really happened, like, after World War II, and, and really kind of 
still has a huge influence on everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so, and so then this woman, Heather Ross, who made this documentary about Dell, she knew who I was, and she just approached me out of the blue. We didn't know each other. And she said, it's a documentary about Dell, but there are, I don't know what you call them. They're not really reenactments, but- Vignettes? Yeah, they're that vignettes. That's, a, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. You're wearing a shirt with a French phrase on it, and you just said vignette. Merci. Pardon. Je me pardon. Oui. Thank you. That's why I didn't get into Second City. Um, improv. Your like lack that. of uh, character work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so she, it yes. just was a coincidence. She didn't know I was interested in Del Close or knew anything about him. She just thought I might be a good fit for these, yeah, sort of vignettes where we sort of see him and hear like, all the words I say are things he actually said. And as the movie shows, one of the many things he did was in the 80s, he worked on a DC comic of all things that yeah. was autobiographical. Uh, kind of hard to believe, but that it was the 80s. <laughs> yeah. and, and so we have little vignettes where me and uh, the aforementioned Josh Fadum uh, uh, plays his co-writer in that. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, it just kind of worked out. It was super fun. I got a lot of material to look at, a lot of interviews. But he's a real character and a real visionary. Yeah. He's a really interesting guy and really has like an incredible influence. Uh, even though, like the documentary points out, he also had certain, I don't know what the issues were exactly, but sometimes he was so obsessive that he avoided social niceties. <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of alienated a lot of people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it addresses those issues too. Uh, but he really was kind of, it's kind of a word that you hear a lot, but I think it's really true he was a seeker he was kind of a seeker he had a vision mm-hmm. and he worked for years on this vision of what improv could be and then he had this a lot of people in comedy know this thing called the Harold, which is like this long form improv which is sort of part of like the dna of like ucb and yeah. a lot of modern improv and he basically invented it and spent like 20 years trying to figure out how to make it work and uh so it's really kind of amazing it really is and and the uh, and the movie does if you, I mean, we talked about it a few months ago when, it, uh, when we went to that yeah. is it already a few months ago now it was july i think yeah good lord uh mm. when, again during the pandemic time is flying by yet at the same time we're walking through jello so it's yeah. uh, very uh well, flavorful if it's jello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um jello. but it's uh it's terrific if you've not uh, watched and, and where where's the streaming at the moment it's kind of everywhere yeah, I think it's on, right. no, but like it's wherever you can get it on Amazon Prime and Google Play, and I think it's on iTunes. So yeah. All right, well, wherever you find your podcasts uh, and movies, any and if anybody's a nerd of this program or any comedy, uh, you're, you're foolish not to watch this documentary. And there's a ton of people who are interviewed in it who like worked with him. Like the last generation to work with him were people like Bob Odenkirk and uh, right. uh, Amy Poehler. Uh, there's a great se- sequence where Bob uh, Odenkirk, when he was a teenager. Uh, like in high school, I think, or college, but very young, like a teen. Yeah. Uh, he went into Chicago and he tried to uh, interview someone at Second City. He interviewed uh, a woman who worked there and then he ran into Dell like in a store or a bar or something and just heard someone say, hey, Dell, and asked him if he could interview him and Dell brought him back to his place and gave him an interview. So it's, <laughs> it's bananas. It's crazy. And it's kind of like the torch being passed on. Yeah. Without either one of them knowing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he seemed like he was like, he's like, he was born in the 30s. He's that generation. He's like too young for World War II, but you know, kind of that 1930s depression baby. He's from Kansas and he had a weird life. He like, he kind of, when he started out, he like traveled with like a sideshow. He worked like as a magician's assistant. Mm-hmm. He kind of like spanned 
<laughs> kind of like mythical early 20th century showbiz, you know, that right. kind of stuff. And then he just sort of fell in with these kind of smart, funny people who were like basically creating the first improv companies in America. The other interesting thing about that is a lot of those people, they just wanted an outlet to express themselves. There was no path to SNL back then. Right, right. There was, no one knew what improv was and they were just kind of doing their own thing. It was very DIY as we say in the Gen X. (laughs) (laughs) So there was, and not that there's anything wrong with trying to get in the show business, you know, I'm trying to make a commercial living as an actor. It just so happened that when they started out, it was just about ideas and expressing themselves. And a lot of the comedy and the culture at the time was like, you know, Bob Hope and, I love Bob Hope, but it was just different. Sure a different kind of thing. And they were trying to get into more interesting subject matter and, you know, the stuff that wasn't really being talked about on TV in the 50s. So yeah, yeah. the whole era is really interesting. But then he really cast like a huge shadow through like the 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 rest of the decades until today. It's really mm-hmm. something. So yeah, super fun movie. Well, here's and the it beauty. it's cool to be in it. You don't have to see it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's thumbnail sketch. Yeah. just explain everything to you. <laughs> and by the way, you're, I know you were doing some gentle ribbing when you said the vignettes were annoying. But uh, if they are annoying, it, it works because that's the spirit of Dell. He should kind of annoy <laughs> I, 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 I was not doing gentle ribbing at all. I was doing ribbing. Forceful. Full <laughs> on. I know me. In fact, I welcomed the vignettes. <laughs> there I, you I, go. I was, yeah. I think it's all They're fun. good for you. Like a good massage. It hurts sometimes. Um, I, I, like that, I like that the movie just keeps throwing different I do too. things at you. There's, there's multimedia. There's animation. Yeah. There's just so many different things to look at. It's really good. Archival footage. It's great. Yeah, and uh, like found footage that is like you can't believe that they had it. Yes. Yeah, there's he, some very interesting like footage of him like uh, in doing like workshops and rehearsals. Yes. With mm-hmm. like because uh, uh, he worked at Second City, he also worked at Improv Olympic in uh, Chicago. Right. He kind of worked with all the big improv groups, you know. So and often he was sort of asked to leave. Yes. <laughs> he's got a long resume because he's got a long history of people saying, Would you please get the fuck out yeah. of here? Uh, by the way, you gotta imagine there's some guy many, many men, women in Chicago that gave up show business who work somewhere and then go, you know, I study with Del Close and go, okay, Don. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Sure, I'm sure you did. Like, everybody did. Everybody did. Everybody uh, went through there. Uh, <laughs> all right, James Urbaniak is here. The name of the movie is... Uh, For uh, Mad Men Only. Men and their business. <laughs> For Mad Men Only, which is something he said. Yes, it's in in one of, in one of those yeah, archival clips. Yeah, he's talking yeah. about like improv is is for a Mad Men Only, right. you know. And then, of course, there's the suggestion that he was a little... I don't know. What's the term? A little... Uh, Eccentric. He, he, he marched to his own drummer. Let's put it that way. All right. Let's, uh, sometimes the drumming got a little loud for people. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go uh, around the horn. Let's chicken with everybody. And uh, did you want to hit the documentary theme, though? Sure. I, I saw you panicking over there. The Thank you. Turn it off. Whoa. We got it. And then as long as we're doing those sorts of things. There's another one? Is, yeah. Herb Albert. Around the horn. To talk to Garen and Elliot, there will be no payoff. Just killing time for the hell of it. Nothing happens in Sherman Oaks or the Palms. Going around the horn. I, I don't like the negativity of that. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I hear I hear you about that, but I, I do like the song selection. I like the song, but I don't I don't like the way you two well, getting shit on. 
I don't like it. Who yeah, let well, Weird Al in here? <laughs> Weird Al's a friend of the show. We appreciate any input. Didn't, uh, it didn't just shit on them. It shit on the premise uh, that, shit on everything. You, that you talk to them. I know. I, you it's know what? Criticizing us. That's what I say to that guy. <laughs> Always nice to hear a little Herb Albert in the T1. You like that. You're, you're a big uh, fan of the uh, 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 Brazil 66. Oh, that's Sergio Mendes. Never mind. I love that, too. Yeah. Love all that 60s kind of horn, horny, horny 60s. Well, sure. It was, you were a teenager then. <laughs> that's one of the few albums my parents had. They which they had the whipped cream. They I don't think I don't remember if they the had whipped cream. That might have been that cover might have been a little saucy for my dear Catholic mother. You think so? Yeah, I don't. I, or it would have been tucked away somewhere. Mm-hmm. The suggestive a lot of suggestive covers back then. That yeah. was a thing. Mm-hmm. Different time. But they did have a Herb Albert album, which they'd put on now and then. Would, would your parents have? Because I remember my parents having <laughs> parties. Mine would have occasional parties. Okay. They, I think they were very square parties. My parties. My parents were not big drinkers. Hmm. Uh, but they would have people over occasionally, and yeah, they would. And they had a very. My parents are Del Close's age, like born in the '30s, so they're a little pre-rock and roll generation. You know what I mean? I do. But then they got into some of that later. You know, so they, they're they're now and then they'd buy an album. It was super eclectic. It'd be like Herb Albert, Joan Baez. <laughs> I remember they had like a there was a, there was a group called Blood, Sweat, and Tears sure, back in the. You remember Blood, Sweat, yeah, and Tears? David Clayton Thomas. Sure. Yes. So that's they. I don't. I think that they. My dad would hear stuff on the radio and go, "That's that's." This is my dad. That's not bad. I'm gonna pick that up. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that was your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, little, little Jersey, a little Jersey edge. So young James bought the road. Yeah. No, no, I'm, no, no, I'm it's sorry. His father. This is father. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> heavens. No, no. And I was Jimmy uh, growing up. Uh, yeah. You changed the James when you became a professional actor. When I, yeah, yeah. I decided to grow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can I tell you something? I've said it before, but I'll share it with you. I wanted to drop the Jimmy, and my manager said, I said, I, I think I'm outgrowing it. And he said, really? Johnny Carson. Exactly. And I was Johnny like, you know Carson. what? Conversation's over. I was Jimmy as a kid. I was Jim as a teenager and all, and basically up to like age 30. And then in my late 20s, I went out with a, a, a lady who called me James. She called me James. Oh. So James. And you liked it. I, I, it was neither here nor there. It was just, that's what she called me. And so I then got, people got to know me when I was going out with this person as James. And then we broke up and I remember calling a friend of mine saying, hey, it's Jim. And he said, what, you're Jim now? I said, I was always Jim. Karen called me James. And then I thought, you know what? I am a James. All right, fine. I'm James. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's I don't how know it you well, but to me, you're a James. I seem like a James. Yes. I really am a Jim. Because I seem like a Felix Unger kind of guy, but I'm really an Oscar Madison guy. But I, I land a certain way. Yes, you like do. Like you would think I was a neat person, wouldn't you, Jimmy? I would probably uh, <laughs> bet money that you were a neat person. But Far you're not. from it. You're a slob. But I've tried to be, you know. <laughs> All right. So my wife doesn't leave me. How long have you, how long have you been married to this lady, this tolerating woman? <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Uh, we have been married for uh, four years. Wonderful. Yes. It's a lovely thing. And uh, she has had conversation with you about uh, like it could be a little tidier around here. I learned to uh, to uh, to adapt. Very good. Yes, right. as we all do. If you lived on your own, <laughs> your apartment would be a, would be filthy. Yes, and it has been in the past. Interesting. You should have seen my room as a teen. Um, I'm all right not having done it's that. A disaster, <laughs> disaster area. Uh, what is it? What is? It? I don't know what that means because I'm so, I'm such a neat nick. I don't know what that means. Are you? Oh yes. I just kind of. Uh, well, uh, I, I I'm casting a show in my head right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> just st- oh. not putting oh. taking stuff out and not putting it away. Not putting oh, sure. magazines okay. like just okay. I'm done with this. That's on the desk now. The desk is getting crowded now. That magazine's on the floor. Right. <laughs> stuff okay. on the floor, Jimmy. Clothes on I'm the floor. I'm not proud of this. Did you, did you Clothes pre- on the floor. Sure. Yeah. 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 
uh, 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 clothes on the floor of stuff you've worn previously, and you just take off the pants, leave them there. Yeah, like it'll get to the hamper eventually. I see. Very good. Uh, I'm not proud of this. I understand. <laughs> It'd be weird if you were. It'd be a strange thing to be proud of. You know what I'm yeah. most proud of? How messy I am. <laughs> the pants on the floor. That's my that's, real that's my, work of I've art. I've never really topped that. Uh, Elliot, who was the gentleman who uh, provided? I, I know I should have been mad at him, and I stand by my comments. I don't like the negativity. Oh, the song. Uh, but who did it? I cannot. We uh, thank everybody for sending in a song. Yeah, Matt, Matt is more likely to be able to get that piece of information quicker than me. Well, but now you're the one who receives them and places them oh. in the machine. So yeah. it's on you to, to know the that was a new uh, That was a new track for those games, which yeah. is why we're having any sort of conversation about it. I'll see if I can figure it out, but I, I don't necessarily have access to that email on this phone. No worries at all. Take your time. Best of luck to you. Maybe at the end of every season, we should just spend five minutes reading the names of everyone. You know what? That'd be very nice to do. But, but I also like guy. to thank them. I, I, the fact that I just yelled at the guy, yeah. I feel like I should uh, at least balance that out. He know what he did. He, he knows what he, he, know he We he all did. heard it. <laughs> he know what he you're, did. you're boring. You're boring. This whole fucking thing's a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. Yet you took the time to write a fucking song for it, dickwad. <laughs> right? Hey. Uh, so we, therefore, killing more time. Hmm. Um, all right, let's check it. As a matter of fact, as I mentioned, James Urbaniak is here, but let's go around the horn, as that song suggested. Mm-hmm. Let's find out what these two dullards did, apparently. <laughs> it's a jumping off point. Everyone That's what it is. God, I don't, apparently, he doesn't. Well, he's poking fun. He's he's ribbing us. It's gentle ribbing. The way that you would <laughs> rib a James Urbaniak. So I'm retitling your show, but gentle ribbing. I don't think that's... I, by the way, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with that. I'm also on board with uh, Fun With Words. Was fun that the other words. one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so again, when I kick you guys to the curb... And by the way, that's on, that's on my brain every day. Well, then who are you going to go around the horde with? I got a new guy. I, I, I've got a whole new crew. New man. horn? I got a new horn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, you would get a new horn. I don't like James Urbania condescending to me about blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> I don't think it was sincere. He doesn't know your musical taste. Uh, you got the, I was far from condescending. Produced by Jimmy Gersio. I mean, uh, who are you talking to? Here's the, this is 100% true. There is footage. There is my dad's Super 8 uh, video of me singing uh, Spinning Wheel as a little boy yes. to a reel-to-reel wow. uh, video. To uh, or if we were a real uh, uh, player, tape, tape player, uh, it, that's and it's me singing along with it. And mm-hmm. you're putting a little soul into there. What goes <laughs> up bop, bop. must come down. That's <laughs> great. Better wheel got to go round. <laughs> that's a great song. Stop all your troubles. Right, right a painted pony, let the spinning wheel ride. <laughs> Young <laughs> That's where the great David Clayton Thomas. There you uh, go. Uh, I opened a whole can of worms here with the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears Name a reference. second Blood, Sweat, and Tears song. Uh, what Goes Down Must Come Up. Same song. <laughs> the answer. Record. Same oh, song. Yeah. <laughs> um, God Pity the Child, I want to say, is one. They had one other good hit, uh, big hit, uh, which admittedly, I'm now blanking on because I'm Hoisted on yeah. Who did uh, Jeremiah was bullfrog? That's, uh, that's Three Dog Nights. Oh. Right, yes, yes. How about same era, same uh, era. This yes. is, this yeah, is written uh, by Hoyt Axton. I'm going to be mocked for this because it's wrong, but yes. Smoke on the Water? Smoke on the Water is Deep Purple. Okay. Mm. They all sound the same to me, those those three groups. They do? Deep, well, deep Purple does not. Interesting. Really? Smoke on the Water. Just the Maybe vocal. just that one song, yeah. but uh, Deep Purple is a little heavier. Richie Blackmore on your guitar. Uh, but I'm looking up Blood, yeah. Sweat, and Tears now because it's going to drive me crazy. There's... Three tracks that went to number two. Um, were they at Woodstock, Blood, Sweat, and Tears? Boy, oh boy, that's a good question. They may have been. Hmm, I'm not sure. Uh, I got the song by BTS. Here's the song by BTS. 
Well, that doesn't sound like them. Yeah, the, the Korean Greys, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. <laughs> they were at Woodstock. They were, yeah. I'm sure it was one of those radio hits that made <laughs> my that made my dad buy that record. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, God, I, for some reason I can't find it because this fucking uh, Korean uh, well, that's boy B- band is popping up. That would be BST. It would be Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why is, but, is that how you search for things? Just the initials? <laughs> BS ampersand. Here's what happened. Uh, it, it, it decided to do a search on its own. Mm. Oh. I put in what I oh wanted, and then that's what popped up. Here we the go. The singularity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you'd like to listen to this, Dave. <laughs> Don't you um, want to listen to Korea's greatest pop group? <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. You made me so very happy. Mm. I'm so glad you came into my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I die, when I'm gone, there'll be one, one in this, this world to carry on, carry on. Those are are those the three? Yes, sir. Yeah. Then they had uh, that was two different things. Yeah, yeah. I did a little medley for you. <laughs> okay, I didn't, just, I didn't save time. catch the distinction. Yeah. Jimmy Blood, Todd Sweat, and, and Chuck and, Tears. And Chucky <laughs> Tears. Charles Tears now. Charles Tears. He's he's, he's outgrown the Chucky. <laughs> yeah, and much like that, James Urbaniak, yeah. <laughs> decided uh, to grow up. Garen, now listen. Uh, what what, uh, what happened in your neck of the woods? The the tri corners of the valley. Anything happened over the weekend with you? Um, please. Or, Make something up if you need to. Just so that uh, the guy who wrote that song. Can... Yeah, get that guy off our back. Get him off our well, ass. I, well, I went up to San Jose over the weekend. Oh, that's right. My yeah. wife told me that. Yeah, so that. So then you know the way. And up in San Jose, did absolutely nothing. You didn't know anything up there. Yeah. But no, you were I, helping a friend move, I'm told. Yeah, Jason's moving into a friend's house because he bought a house. Who did? Jason. X. Your ex bought a house. So he's moving yeah. into a friend's house? And you have four roommates. That's got to feel good. <laughs> it really does. That's really got to feel good. That had to be a sad drive home. And then I got flown up there to watch him pack his U-Haul. <laughs> so Yeah, you flew there. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah, Southwest Airlines? Yeah. Southwest Airlines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Half-empty plane. Of course it is. Plenty nice. of space. I like that airport. That's, yeah. a, that's, an, that's, a, that's a dead airport. By that, I mean uh, not very busy. Yes. It sucked Friday night. There was a three. Oh, I was there an hour early, and then the flight got delayed two hours. And nobody would explain why. Nobody would. I, I, Garen, to your point, as a guy who travels or did pre-pandemic, travel quite a bit for a living. Um, I don't care if there's a delay. Just tell me why it's happening. Don't don't mm. just go. Yeah, we're not going to take off until eleven o'clock now, but it's nine. It's nine o'clock. Just give me a reason, but, and, I'll, and I'll be fine. I, I, we all will be fine. I could also equally hear you if you worked for the airline saying, yeah, it's delayed. What do you care? So if I tell you the mechanical issue, that's going to appease you? Or, or, no, I just want the generic mechanical issue. Right. Or we're waiting on a flight attendant. We're waiting on a, a yeah. captain. You want to get a sense of scale. But all, yes. All the, all the explanations are infuriating, though. But I'd rather me. that than why isn't why are we not going? Yeah, anywhere? I agree. I, 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 like I want sense of scale. I, <laughs> Something to hold on to. Yes. Yeah. Mechanical so, problem, fine. That's it, fine. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Take your time. There was weather, someone said. Okay. Mm. And then I looked at the radar, and there was no, weather. no weather. Right, of course. What is so, if we're in a drought, there's no weather in California But maybe there was in Kansas City where that flight's coming okay, from. Okay, okay, sure. It, it seemed to all revolve around Phoenix, so... They, they kept saying there was an, a ground hold or something. Oh, so you, there was bad weather in Phoenix then if there's a ground hold. Yeah, but I didn't see any bad weather. It was very weird. Are they here? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Does, Does James work for Southwest Airlines? Or the Meteorologist Guild? Is that something? Or, or Phoenix. The organization oh, oh, he works Phoenix. for Phoenix. By the time yes. I get to Phoenix. 
She'll be waiting. These are all in my like shower repertory. Uh, all these songs from the 70s. Name who sang it. Name who wrote it. Can you do it? Uh, I'm well. You know, I'm not. Was it Glenn Campbell? Glenn Campbell. All right, good. Written by the great Jimmy Webb. Written by Jimmy Webb. All right, very yeah. good. Glenn uh, was all over the radio and TV yes, in the was. 70s when we were youngsters. I love him. I love him. Great, incredible. Love Jimmy Webb. Terrific. Yeah, I was talking about Glenn, but they're, yeah. Oh, Glenn was great, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jimmy Webb was great. He wrote all those great hits, yeah. and Glenn Campbell uh, was supposed to uh, do a show with Jimmy Webb at Largo before he, uh, right before he passed Holy away, cow. but uh, canceled at the last minute, which was sad. Hmm. But I met him at Conan. I met Glenn Campbell, which mm-hmm. was uh, no, very exciting. Yeah, he's huge. Absolutely. He is a rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> Indeed. Do, do. Like a rhinestone cowboy. But down my southern nights. <laughs> Uh, how do you do? Uh, if, right. if, you, if you want to go down a wormhole of Glenn Campbell, uh, him singing Southern Nights, I want to say maybe on Sonny and Cher. I'm not sure where he's singing it. Mm. Uh, but he does a thing with his the hand that is not holding the microphone. He holds it in such a way where it's like he's never he doesn't know what to do with his arm. <laughs> and it's clear he doesn't know what to do because huh. it just kind of flops along on side. But at this weird angle, it is. That's he, interesting because wasn't he was a session man. He was a he session was part man. of the Great famous, guitarist. famous group of session people with the Beach Boys. Uh, yeah. And then he he was a good looking guy and super talented. So that's they were like, you know what? Why don't you get up here, Put him up there. front and center? Yeah. But I love that he was like not used to live performings. He's like it's like the old actor joke. Like, what do you do with your hands? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he had to, he had to it figure out. that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was not. And usually he'd have a guitar, so he would know what to do. Exactly. But this was just him singing to a track. Yes. Or an orchestra behind a scrim. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah, that's the old question. What do you do with your hands? It's, uh, What's the answer? You've acted a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're an actor. You're a professional. Uh, pockets are helpful. Okay. Yeah. You recommend pockets. I like Bach. Carson had a whole bunch of things speaking about uh, Johnny. My yeah. God. He used, you know, he would come out with hands in the pockets. Right. Then he used to do the checking the cuffs thing. Yeah. And then he, there would always be the old touch the nose, touch the ear. Yeah. Yeah. He, his no. hands were very busy. And then the, yeah. this one. Yeah. And then the, yeah, the finger the, to the, the lips. Finger to the lips that Dana Carvey would do. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He brings that up. That's right. He may have had Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> he may have had Tourette's. Yeah. That's, uh, is that Tourette's on the spectrum? Is that what Tourette's is? <laughs> Interesting about Johnny. <laughs> From Nebraska. <laughs> you know, once we get a ground hold. One time we were doing the program and uh, Joyce DeWitt had a ground hold on my ball sack. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Uh, Garen, all right. So you went to Very San Jose. Nice. You watched your ex pack a U-Haul. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you did you hire people to pack Yes, that? he did. So I was and they showed up. making sure nobody stole anything. Okay. But And they, they did show up. It mm. was within their area, apparently. Okay. They warned him, now be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they don't show up. And you got to go, fuck it, I'll do it myself. James, what you don't know is... Garen was about to move home to Michigan a year ago. Yes. And yeah. uh, he hired movers. They did not show up. And so he did not move to back to Michigan. <laughs> that was the straw that broke the yeah. camel's back. That was it. He's mm. still here. Yeah. There you go. His mom's at the door right now going, well, any day that truck's going to show up. Any day. Meanwhile, they, what happened is they went to the wrong house and the guy was like, I guess I'm moving. <laughs> I guess I'm going. It's, it's another whole story here. I guess I'm going. They got a different Garen. No, I'm not doing it. I got no plans. Let's go, sir. Uh, yeah, all right. Know, also, we're charging you for tapes. Sir. <laughs> Lots of tapes. That guy loses money on everything. Uh, but it gave Jason a place to live. Uh, did you fly out of Bur- Burbank to San Jose? Yep. That's a nice flight. Other than that ground hold, you won't shut up about that. Bank. What, uh, anything else? Uh, we, it's a good thing those movers did show up because I think I came down with a touch of the plantar fasciitis. What? Wait, what? Yeah, like the few days ago, I just started getting this pain like in the back of my heel and my, mm. around my ankle and can barely could barely walk. Dude, it's the worst. It's 
Is it contagious? It might be contagious. Jimmy has this, and so now it seems like what it's is spreading. the uh, thing? Uh, plantar. I can never say the last word. Fasciitis. Fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. It's a. It, it's like uh, another. Uh, he, I don't know if heel spur is the same thing, but it feels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's awful pain in your heel where Foot you can't issue. put any pressure down. Okay. It's mm. awful. It's yeah. absolutely awful. Yeah, I had a heel spur that like came and went once. That was this, that's the story. It's a cool story, <laughs> but it was not pleasant. You may, I don't know if it was plan or what you call it. You don't know what a story is. It's awesome. <laughs> you, uh, I know you're an actor. Usually you're given the words, uh, but in this case, uh, boy, you could have used some because just to jazz that up a little bit. Yes, um, I'll work. Uh, I'm going to workshop. Will you workshop yeah, that? Workshop your spurs. Your spurs. I'll get back to you. Thank you. Um, what? Uh, by the way, Jay, I was, I was thinking about a, a recent post of yours. I want to say was it on Facebook or on Twitter? Where Probably was Twitter. I don't really do the Facebook. Four post. headshots. Yes. Uh, uh, for for you were you were self taping. Oh yes, yes. I thought this would be funny. This was fun. Actors in the quarantine, you 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 audition, you know, at home on your kitchen table with your computer, and you send in the tape. And I've got all these little videos. I kind of keep them for a while. For some reason, just just in case, <laughs> yeah, just in case. <laughs> and then I thought it'd be funny to post screenshots of me and like, because you wear little outfits when you, you know, you're going to be a lawyer. You dish for a lawyer, you put a little tie on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So it's me and like different little outfits making different little expressions. And I, I said, it's the audition game. Guess which one I got? Yes. <laughs> and then uh, uh, a few people got the right one. Uh, which one was it? And what? And are you are you privy to say what the role the, was? I actually, well, I tell you, the it was me in some retro glasses and like a suit, kind of looking, you know, like 1950s or something. Right. And I, it's actually was for a movie, uh, which. It's the thing where I can't really say what it is because I know they don't want information about it out there. Oh, boy. But I'll tell you this. It's with a big director. Big director. One of the biggest, baby. Woody Allen? Hey, man. <laughs> I actually... No. No. Come on. Bigger but than Woody Allen? I, I, I'm in a Woody Allen movie. I was in a Woody Allen movie in like 99, Sweet and Low Down. That movie he did with Sean yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was that was quite before the current uh, before the, the, ostracism. What we knew, yeah, yeah. yeah. we did not know. That. We know some stuff, but not everything. But yes. we did, that, in, that was the great. It was the business with the big breakup with Mia and stuff had already happened. You know, right, then. but uh, but that breakup is different than knowing this other nonsense, which yes. we again I don't think we knew in '99. Did we but know that? But it was I don't recall exactly. Right. I don't think that was so much out there. And 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 but anyway. Yeah, uh, so but it was very exciting. So yeah, you can continue to guess. I can't. I can't say who it is. Though. Would you? Uh, how will you react if we get it right? Would you give us some sort of a signal if we there say might be Steven a tell. Spielberg? There might be a tell. I might touch my chin. A, or, Scorsese. Uh, uh, a Marty Scorsese. It's uh, it's someone in that league of the people you're describing. Polanski. Uh, <laughs> Very nice. It's Bob Porky's Clark. <laughs> uh, is it uh, Soderbergh? Is that a name? Did it's, I get that right? Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. You're, Chris you're, Nolan. You're naming it's it's someone it's, it's someone up there. It's um it's very it was super exciting. I did two days on this thing. Uh, Toronto. But you'll find out. You'll find out uh, soon enough. This is exciting. Later this year. But yeah, it was a cool gig. I wish I could tell you more. The movie I, comes out at Christmas time, does it? I don't know when they're gonna it's gonna come out. I think they just wrapped it. So I shot it like a few weeks ago. Uh, you just shot it recently. Hmm. Yes. And uh, this director was he on site? He was there and he was great. <laughs> All right. And it is, it's a he. 
Oh my God! So it's, yeah. not, the, it's not the young lady Coppola. It's, it's not yeah. Catherine Bigelow, and it's not Sofia Coppola. All right, so we've, we've ruled not, them out. It's not Maya Darren from the forties. I think it's I think it's Tarantino. I think you're exactly. Oh no, we, ah. we would know if he was doing a film. Tarantino's not making a movie, as far as I know. But maybe he's making oh. one in secret. You never well, know. Well, it could be. He did not touch his chin. No, he didn't. <laughs> We I feel like close. everybody, when, when Tarantino makes a movie, he everybody knows he's making it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to close down Hollywood and Vine for six months because i got to <laughs> spray paint the side of a building. That was Tarantino? <laughs> not the voice, no. <laughs> no spot on. I don't know not, if you ever spoke to It was your dad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it was Frank Urbaniak. He's trying to become a filmmaker now. I liked it. It's Frank Urbaniak? Frank Urbaniak. Yes, Jimmy. Love it. Is Frank still with us? Frank is indeed. Living how, in New How often do you see Frank? Uh, I haven't seen him in a while because he lives in Jersey, and I've gotten. I'm planning to get over there this uh, holiday season. Terrific! See, but we, we spoke on the phone uh, last week, and he's doing great. He's in his 80s. How often do you talk to your dad? Uh, every uh, like every month. That seems like enough, right? Yeah, yeah, especially like during the quarantine, I wanted to call more often. Uh, he's doing great. He's healthy. He's an octogenarian, right? As we say, yeah, mm-hmm. keeps busy. Exercises, he's doing great. Jack LaLanne style. Jack LaLanne style, <laughs> another great figure from my childhood. Of course, yeah. Uh, so I, you have the, the, those uh, elastic band things? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The springs those, that you pull springs. apart. Yeah, and a, and a reducing machine that we're, that we're <laughs> belting. It yeah, shakes movies. your belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all his equipment is from uh, 1950. Well, you know, you could, you, uh, as a working actor, you could update that for him. You could, uh, you could have a gift or something. It's not a bad idea. I think my glasses just broke. Oh, no. Uh, not no, the Malabans. Horrible feeling. What? Oh. They look okay. What happened? Yeah, this one, they, they, this is, you can see it's wonky. The temple, as we say. Yeah. Business. Keep That's it. temple. Just uh. keep them open. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> oh, here we go again. All right. Uh, all right. Here, I, I forgot. To, <laughs> I always feel the need to explain it to go the right guest. Ahead. The guest doesn't. Those glasses look like Bob Balaban's glasses, and so we started calling them the Balabans. I got it. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, and then people send those Very nice. songs. Yeah, that, that song got it. It seemed to really yeah. understand the positive nature. It wasn't like, you guys suck. You guys suck. <laughs> you That's guys are boring. Let's talk to these two assholes. There's nothing wrong with comparing anybody to Bob Balaban. That no. is, that is, I bet you've worked with him. I have. Uh, I've met him. I've okay. met him a handful of times. I don't believe we've ever been in something together. Okay. But he's like, yeah. You, you, you cool and he cat. are both in a million things. And so right. I just assumed it must well, have. Yeah, I think I'm in the Balaban zone. Yeah. I play a lot of guys with glasses who appear to be educated. <laughs> I'm a community college. I'm a Jersey Shore rat who dropped out of community college. But again, I see. This is the thing I'm talking about. Yes. I seem like a certain type of person. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. And you pull it off. Yeah, I do. Because I know where just, the money is. I don't want to. <laughs> just out of curiosity, who, speaking of the money, who's the last director you worked with? <laughs> the last director I worked with, um, uh, like, two, like a few oh, weeks you're ago, trying to fool me. <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh, all right, here's your question. I got to give you all Howard the Hawks. In 1938. <laughs> it, it seems to be secret because it is not on his IMDb page yet. Who? James. The news. Yeah, yeah. You have that information. He just showed. There's some it. recent credits there. Obviously, if he's not allowed to say, they're not going to put it on IMDb. I mean, no one told me not to talk about it. I just know that it's the kind of thing where they'd like to. Not that me being in this movie is going to put asses in the seats. Oh. The Coen Brothers. It's the Cohen. He said they. Coen Brothers. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, it's not them. But I'd love to work. The rumor is they're splitting up. You know. Oh no. What? Well, I don't know. But there was. There's like. Uh, there's some podcast where like uh, their composer Carter Burwell said that Ethan is sort of looking to do more of his own thing now. Wow. More playwriting and, and kind of getting out of film. I think and Joel is now? directing a, a movie without Ethan. Oh He's no. He's doing an adaptation of Macbeth. Hmm. 
that no one will want to see. Well, I'd like to see Joel Cohen's Macbeth. Is this the end of Cohen Brothers? (laughs) Yes. That's a Shakespeare reference. (laughs) I believe Blood Simple was. (laughs) <laughs> that was it wow you I'm going way got back. them on a short leash <laughs> you were like I'm done I'm done I get it with I get what these guys do uh, here <laughs> here is your subject all right here's oh. Oliver's trivia question this is a trivia I got my pen ready the category is I hope it's not sports I gotta say I'm not I don't know anything about the sports okay but I'll, I'll try to answer whatever Don't worry, is. neither does his son, so it's uh, probably never going to be sports. Yeah, well, sports equipment. Your <laughs> <laughs> if your uh, son's into, like, old movies, I'm going to be all over this. you got a better chance of that than sports. All right, let's But see. here's what he here's your subject, and this is based on a conversation we've had where uh, we, we ask him to maybe be a little more specific with his subjects. Okay. Uh, what the word used to describe. What the what word. What the word used okay. to describe. Oh, this is cool, yeah. What the word used to describe. So yeah. it doesn't describe it anymore. Yes. I think uh, a week ago, that would have just said definition. <laughs> this yeah. is interesting. So this would be like, gay hey, used to mean happy as opposed to mm-hmm. a, a sexuality. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That kind I of mean, thing. that could be the question. You might have just given it away. But yeah, of course. maybe mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> uh, what of it? <laughs> All right. I'm going to write right. my name down. Jim. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good I, idea. Oh, yeah. And then my bet. Uh, oh, I got to pick something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wager what you want it I like fun with words here, so I will. Uh, I know what I've just bet. This okay. is a good category for me. I am. You like into, it? I'm into language. Okay. Words. You like the you like the word. You're, you're a fan of the yeah, written word. Yeah, I'm a verbal kind of guy. I so I, I feel confident about this. Is what I'm saying. Oh, Are you comfortable? <laughs> completely off topic, James, telling us what your wife does for a living. Is she also in the business? She is. Well, she is. She's an animator, oh, and okay. uh, she's currently uh, uh, an art director at a video game company. Where does one meet? You've been married for, have you been, how long have you been together? We met, uh, we were together like a couple years before we got married, so a few years. We met at the aforementioned Largo. Oh, you oh. did? You met at a, at a, at a... After a show. I was in a, a live show You're there. You're on the stage, she comes up afterwards? She was, she used to go to a lot of stuff there, and we, this is very modern story, but we had friends in common, and we had actually communicated with each other on Twitter. Love it. We had communicated, and she had done some art that had been online that I'd seen, a comic strip that I'd seen and liked. And then she came up to me after a show, and I was like, oh, this is the girl who I've been talking to? And I was like, well, this night just got better. It's an attractive person. <laughs> yes. And then we uh, we hung out, and we went on a date not long after that, and it all worked out. That's terrific. <laughs> yeah. It's a good story. It's the greatest story ever. <laughs> She's actually done. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not as great as Sarah that, uh, that Heelsper story of yours, but it's still a great story. <laughs> Sarah Pocock is her name. Uh, Sarah Polk. Po- spell it. P-O-C-O-C-K. Jimmy, she's done some graphic design for AST Records, your record label. She's actually done, yeah, she's designed album covers uh, for Paul F. Tompkins and uh, and, uh, Baron Vaughn. A lot of stand-up. She's done a few, yeah, she's a big comedy fan. And she's, uh, yeah, she's done a few, yeah, she's worked for that label. Have I communicated with her? I don't believe so, but maybe. <laughs> Be weird if she designed your album cover. And no, you it's didn't entirely know. possible you guys were like in the same theater or the same room at some. I point. would imagine. Yeah, because yeah. she she used to go to a lot of shows. She used to go to a lot of stand up. Now we're very happily domesticated, so it takes a lot to get us out of the house. I get, I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, in fact, right before this all started, over a year pandemic? ago, yeah, before we knew about this, yes, we we said to each other, you know what, let's go out more. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's got a shows now and, the, and, and the world said no. We like sitting at home, and then like a month later, they're like, "There's a new disease." Like, well, I guess we're back yeah, to square one. We're back to where we're watching we old movies on our TV. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that now. Yeah, and now they're yeah. I don't like when that happens. Mine are a little less uh, 
Mine are a little like uh, need to be kind of tighten. Yeah, they're, they're a little like askew. Askew. They're yeah. slightly askew. Though I think there's a certain character to it. I think, yeah, that seems fitting. <laughs> sure. Now, are you, you you wear these now and then? Uh, these are yeah, just reading glasses. Reading, yeah, yeah. You know, because I I will never get the LASIK or whatnot. Oh, I got I, it. I love it. I'm not. I just want to be an old fogey who's like he's one of those old guys who wears glasses. That's, that's okay. you know in the future when well, it's we, we all have dreams, James. It sounds <laughs> yeah, like and it's part plan. of my uh, James identity. You'd have to be like Drew Carey wearing fake ones. Yeah, because I'm like a Bob Balaban kind of yeah, guy. Mm-hmm. I agree. So with that. I, I, I show up in the glasses. They're like, oh, glasses guy. He's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can play a glasses guy in our thing. You take him off, nobody knows who you are. That's right. Have Every you, glasses is dealt close. They're prop glasses, but you know, right? play a lot of glasses guys. Have you ever performed? <laughs> have you ever been in a movie or a TV show without glasses? Oh, on? many times. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't I picture you without glasses. I can't either. I know. There you go. Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, where'd he go? Totally. Oh, there, he is. there you go. Yeah. Oh my God, in I fact, can't. in the thing with the famous director, who I can't say who it is, uh, I, I, I am not wearing glasses. <gasps> and even though I auditioned with glasses on. How about that? What? That's, uh, so what you- range? <laughs> <laughs> and you said to him, you said... I said, Mr. Lieberman? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Joe Lieberman. Hear me out. Yeah. Wow. He's getting into the, uh, that, the movies. Yeah, it it's makes the sense. director, Joe Bleiberman. <laughs> uh, what Matt, is, Matt, what would that sound like? Yeah. I'm Joe Bleiberman. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> the annoyingly centrist film director. <laughs> Action. Uh, all right, here comes your question, guys. <laughs> all right, uh, excited. The word freelancer was originally used to describe someone who did what? <gasps> Wow. Wow, this is a good one. Really good question. I like yeah, this. I don't question. know the answer, so I just have to guess. That is a great question. Um, um, all right, I have a theory. Me but too. But I just got to write down my simple answer, not like my theory, right? <laughs> I can't really like a paragraph. It's just like the answer is just blah. It's, mm-hmm. All right, hold on. I'll shut up. <laughs> Can I've you got, repeat the question? Yeah. Happy yeah, to read the exact word. More the than exact happy wording. to. Again, right. this is a uh, 14-year-old Oliver Pardo has written this. All right. And uh, the question is, the word freelancer was originally used to describe someone who did what? Okay. What the word used to describe as your uh, question, as your subject, rather. Your mm-hmm. question was the question that I, uh, that I asked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, the word freelancer was originally used to describe someone who did what? Now, Garen, uh, I've already uh, checked in with you, but uh, so I could come back to you, or, or, or do you already have an answer? I already have an answer. And what is your answer? Oh, wait, wait, hang on. Is anybody in? Yes. Yeah, I yes. got it. James is still writing that. Uh, no, I got it. I'm done. All right. Mm-hmm. So turn it over. You don't want anybody seeing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Garen, what's your guess, then? Uh, I'm going with Hunted Whales. Hunted Whales. Nice. Wow. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So Freelancer. Really to lance those. Yeah. yeah they lance, lance those whales. <laughs> whale Lancer. Okay. He's a whale lancer, a lancer for money. Did you guys just, just see that bug land on Any him? old lance will do. Uh, no, but when you did that, it made my chin itch, so I don't know what's happening. It's like a, it's like a yawn. Yeah. Uh, no, a little, a little bug. bug is uh, zipping around, and oh, no. uh, uh-huh. it just landed here, and then uh, I commented on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, want to make, I want people to know yeah. I know it. I don't want people going, hey, here's Pardo doing a Mike Pence, right. where I don't realize there's a, a, an insect on me. Yes. I'm well on aware of it. white head of hair. I think it cost us the election, that fly. <laughs> <laughs> really? I, thought, I think we had a shot until that, that fly. Oh, yes. All the Trump fans in the room here. <laughs> yep. James, I don't know where you land, but I, I, I hope the recall goes our way tomorrow. Hey, we, man. We, we get rid of this son of a bitch. That's right. Mm. 
I still think Trump has a chance. <laughs> say, say what you will about Pence. He was a silver fox. A silver fox. Here, here. Robotic silver fox. Or hair, fox. hair, you might say. I would say that. He does have a, uh, a gorgeous, awful head of hair. That's why the fly was so effective. Mm. That little fly. In Did you hear about the lady who swallowed a fly? Yeah, I don't know why she did that. Maybe she'll expire. <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably going to take her some time, though. She's going right. to try to... Yeah. Various solutions. Yeah. None of them. Yeah, these days, yeah. We'll work Because the Republicans really push, you know... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, a cow. Right? You don't know. Try some yeah. horse trend. Swallow a dog. Tranquilizer yeah. or whatever the hell. Did you see the picture yeah, of Yeah, forget Susan? about tranquilizer. <laughs> swallow a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She just should have gotten uh, vaccinated. I like, this is like Jimmy Pardo for kids right now. More than happy <laughs> but we did nursery that. rhyme corner here. just riff on nursery rhymes <laughs> all right i've got my dumb answer um speaking of horse paste there's the photo of uh, susan olsen from the uh, brady bunch uh uh saying she'd rather suck on horse paste than uh be part of this tyranny Hi, wait cindy brady is, uh-huh. is an anti-vaxxer is nuts out of her fucking mind oh my glory yeah and i think the i think the woman from little house on the prairie is is in that same which one uh, I could. This could be complete slander, and I apologize. Maybe you can look it up, Karen. Uh, the girl who looked a little like Cindy Brady. She had. The, she was the rich girl, the blonde girl yeah, in what's town. Her name? Wait, you mean the mean one? Yeah, yeah. She's kind of like a bully. The mean one. It's a. It's yeah. I forget uh, the. I don't remember. We the will actress. know the name. I don't Let remember the actress or the character at oh, this point. I, I know it for. A, I know for sure. I know the name, but I can't pull it. Garen, what do you got? Uh. Just do a Google search. Celebrity anti-vaxxers. Is it <laughs> Catherine McGregor? She no. played what? Harriet Olsen? Oh, yeah. Nelly, dead, Nelly, Nelly Olsen was the Nelly character's Olsen. name. Nelly yeah. Olsen. Was Nelly Olsen. Harriet was the mom. Yeah, it was Who played mom. Nelly Olsen? Okay. Give us the initials, because I think it'll be exciting for us all to say who it is. I, I, I apologize. The character I, of I, Nelly Olsen would certainly become anti-vax. That makes sense. Yes. But I don't know that we have any evidence of the actress herself. Well, we're, about, we're fine. I we, could we, be, we, we got a man well, on it. It's possible that I'm just conflating two pigtailed actresses <laughs> you have an internet here yeah with the world right. web yeah <laughs> so her the actress's name is a a oh it's uh she did something at the, the uh at acme she did yeah. that that acme saturday night yeah or one of those andrea avage no it's like allison something <laughs> allison annigan no wrong that's nothing <laughs> it is allison though isn't it it is allison it is allison it's allison not angren it's not the M&M. yes yeah. allison angren is that it Allison Arngren. Arngren. Okay. Nice. All right. And is she an anti-vaxxer? It doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I completely made this up. I apologize to Allison. All right, but what about Cousin Oliver? Where does he (laughs) say that? Oh, that guy's crazy. (laughs) Oh, he was there on January 6th. (laughs) Yeah. Is he? He's not that, uh, isn't he? He's a crazy liberal, isn't he? That guy? Well, we know the guy. Hey, he's got a little John Lennon glasses and a ball haircut. Sure, yeah. Like <laughs> Total hippie. Isn't he? A, he's a, isn't he a drummer in a heavy metal band? I have no clue what I'll. I'll uh, Robbie, you're, you're Robbie Rist, to Robbie Wrist. Right? Uh, Robbie Wrist, I think, has continued to work in various aspects of show business. I want to say he's a drummer in a heavy metal. Band. That that rings a bell. I think Robbie Wrist did was in a band. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's around. I, I yeah. What, he what? pops around. I think I saw him once somewhere in L.A. And I really felt like, now nah, I live here. Yeah. There's Cousin Oliver. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, I just waiting to see Mason Reese next. <laughs> For sure, of course I do. He, uh, he'll eat anything. <laughs> right, right. Wasn't he Mikey? He wasn't Mikey, but he was in commercials. He still was a commercial guy, yeah. He's got a funny looking, I mean, no distress. He was kind of a funny looking kid with a funny voice. Right. He sort of talked like this. He had this. That's right. And he was, uh, yeah, a lot of great kid actors back in the day. There's great the kid actors now. They're all over hey, at Disney and Nickelodeon. Does your does uh, uh, young 
young Pardo have any desire to be in show business? <laughs> I think he'll end up being a stand-up comedian and uh, chip off the old block. Yeah, he's very funny. He's very funny, and likes good comedy. Gets it. Yeah, gets it. But I don't know. But he doesn't seem to have any interest in acting. He has no yeah. interest in acting. He's also a great student and very smart. So I could see him being going into directing or writing oh, and like there, that kind of thing. Any of that would be welcome. <laughs> Yeah. Any of that. Although have him hire good. me if he becomes a director. Okay. So okay. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> if he does a scary Get in film. early. Good call. Ten years from now. Uh, and then you could say, oh, you remind me of the time I worked with? Don Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spielberg. It's Spielberg. Uh, hey, you right. never well, know. Garen, I wish you a lot of luck with the whale. Thank you, sir. Is Spielberg making something? Well, that would, maybe that wouldn't be on there. He just he he He's shot West Side Story a long time ago. Yeah, so he He's, could be on to his next project. It is, but it's not secretive. It's uh, it's that one about his life, the autobiographical oh. biography one. Huh? He's made a movie about his own life. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. My that friend seems like a good idea, actually. Who did? Yes. Eric. He was a he's a set monitor. He was on set ah. for that shoot. That's cool. That's interesting. Yes, yeah. he's making an autobiographical story. Kind of based on him as like a young teen and stuff. Hmm. Didn't we say that with the Goldbergs? Don't we get it? So that and would, he, so that would I take play, place. I play Spielberg as a teen. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be the 50s. Yes. Yeah. I play Bleven Bleelberg is the character's name. Jesus, you think we're less obvious than that. Yeah. they got to hire a new writer for this project. It's terrible. And make a movie about a shark called Teeth. Uh, let's check in with him. He's back uh, there. That's the uh, paranoid check. He's behind video available hello. there. Uh, Ellie, what's going on in Palms? Make something up if you need to. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, what what I was thinking about was last night I had an idea for a T-shirt. Okay. Over, uh, mm. it's, it's it's there. It's there now over at fictionalbrands.net. I realized that I'm uh, doing a little ad here, but go right ahead. I made a T-shirt which I thought was clever. It's uh, it's designed for people who um, have time traveled, but they lost their equipment. And so uh, they have a shirt, and you get to write down their little ID on the shirt and uh, check a little box if it's an emergency, and it's got all the instructions that you need. And it's McGillagutty's uh, time travel assistance. And, uh, and then I made a shirt for uh, the assistance as well, because I thought, why not do that too? So I had fun making that. So that's, that's what I spent part of my weekend doing. Guy's song is accurate. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I like this idea. It sounds like too. you're really more developing a, a short film or something. Yeah, there's a whole world building thing. Yeah, yeah. description here. That, you decided to yeah. start with the costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you start with the merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah merch first, merch. and work and work backwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, sounds great. How many of you sold already? Oh, none. <laughs> they, they just went live. They just went live this morning. All right. Well, we wish you a lot of luck with these. Thank uh, you. you got all sizes over there, but everybody. Yeah. Is? Is it T Public? Where am I at? That's T Public. Oh, Fictionalbrands.net will lead you to the T Public site because I didn't want to build a website. All right, fictionalbrands.net. Mm -hmm. right. And now, when you say any size, onesies, baby ones, uh, baby time travelers are covered on this. Or? This, I, I, I actually, it's interesting that you asked that. I specifically um, did not include onesies. I thought that uh, the 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 way the shirt is written, uh, onesie doesn't fit. Okay. All right. Yeah, and, and, and babies just aren't in your demo anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that you send babies on a time travel mission. That could be if very a baby, destructive. If a baby time travels without a parent, then something's gone very wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you got to have a guardian. Yes. No yeah. question. Parent or guardian. guardian. 100%. Parent or guardian. It's a yeah. PG-rated uh, uh, <laughs> venture. Yes. Um, all right, Elliot, what, do uh, you have a guess on this? I, I do. I, I, I don't know this. Last week, I knew. Yeah. This week, I do not know. Okay. But my guess is that a freelancer is like... Like a knight without a lord, or a, or a guy who goes around jousting. Like what was the mm. that thing with uh, Heath Ledger? A sellsword is what you're saying. A sellsword, yeah. yeah. Like that. What was that movie with Heath, Heath Ledger where they uh, had all the new music? A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale, yeah. Like yeah. that guy. 
Yeah. That's okay. what I think a freelancer is. All right. Mm. I like that answer. It's a good answer. Yeah. I do. I like yeah. it a lot more than my shit answer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Matt, what do you have here? Oh, I, I do know this. Oh. oh wow. Yeah. The answer is uh, Lance Boyles. Uh, that's what they did. They were amateur surgeons. I went to high school with Lance Boyles. He's <laughs> yeah. a good guy. And he's a director now. Oh, oh wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. You said a big name. Uh, yeah, Lance Boyles is my answer. You wrote down Lance Boyles. Yeah, because they're freelancers. They lance your Boyles for free. And they, they hope mm, that maybe you nice. give them a tip. Yeah, give them a couple bucks. And then if someone else sees how good you did, maybe they hire them. Would they palm it and go, make it a good one? <laughs> <laughs> palm the tip? Yeah. Make it a good Lance tip. Yeah, he was, a, he was a music critic for Crawdaddy back in the day. Lance Boyles. <laughs> back in the 70s. Like that. Yeah. Uh, he hated Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Yeah, he hated them. Why would them. he hate them? He seems like he's got no. everything he He was a snob. With. He was a snob. He thought based on their name they were a punk band, and then he was really disappointed. He was out. Lance Boyles. <laughs> what? Uh, do you have a guess on this, James? Yeah. Yeah, my uh, basically similar to a prior guest. I literally wrote "fought with a lance," meaning like someone who was like a knight or okay. some kind of freelance soldier, and they had a lance. Okay, so, so you're saying free, freelance soldier, like a yeah, but like whatever, like soldier a, for uh, hire. Yeah, soldier for hire. He could be, uh, you know, uh, a, a knight or a uh, yeah, that kind, of, a samurai kind of guy. I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. That was my idea, an old-fashioned sort of warrior. So this is kind of a blanket answer. Warrior for hire. I'll it's put like, it that way. Whatever the answer is, is it's what I'm saying. General, <laughs> it's a super general answer, and I'm sure it's wrong. It's a big blanket. You're throwing a big blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Fall is here. want to keep warm. <laughs> All right, here's my stupid answer. You want to hear my, my yeah. stupidity? Yeah. Here's mine. That's the premise of the show. Removed boils. Hey. There you go. Or skin tag, comma, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that you went d- d- like a it. little beyond an my An early answer. dermatologist. Mine's a good answer. What was your shit answer again? Lance Boyles. Yeah, mine's great. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get. The, we'll find out the answer. I, by the way, I was heartbroken when Lance Boyles was found to have uh, used steroids in the uh, Tour de France. That, yeah, it was, I was yeah. his biggest fan. Are you talk was... about one of the Le Manuel? <laughs> yeah, he did all the monuments. I've got to, got to imagine. Right? Those, those are the five big races. Was that off, was that off the air? No, it was off the air, but, but, but I'm bringing it on for humor. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. James Urbaniak is here. We'll get, uh, we'll get the answer when we come back and, uh, and finish up right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. James Urbaniak is on Twitter at James Urbaniak. U-R-B-A-N-I-A-K is how you spell his last name. Uh, follow him there. Follow him anywhere. Uh, watch his movies. Uh, any appearance he makes on television is worth watching. Uh, particularly and recently, he's in the documentary for Mad Men Only, the Del Close story, playing Del Close in uh, the little vignettes that you see, uh, as mentioned on this episode. Uh, and he's fantastic in it. And, and I love that documentary. My friend Heather directed it. And uh, so I encourage everyone who likes comedy to seek it out on Amazon or Apple TV or whatever you use to get on-demand programming that's where you'll find it and it's worth watching please do so jimmy pardo is worth watching he's at the flappers comedy zoom room on the 24th of september uh 7 p.m pacific time show and uh you go to the website there uh, flapperscomedy.com to get your tickets and then you can get into the zoom and uh maybe request a bit or uh, just to be a part of some crowd work watch him do his thing on zoom from anywhere in the world that's how it works enjoy I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earn in. Earn in. 
E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts, we got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. Kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had hats. That. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2905. James Rabaniak is here. I got a couple of uh, texts uh, over the weekend uh, from people asking me to vote yes on the recall here in California. Oh. Uh, so to this one, uh, her name is Joe. Um, and uh, so I asked her to uh, kick rocks, MAGA robot. That's what I said. <laughs> Good response. And then she responded back, and I said, please go fuck yourself, MAGA robot. <laughs> and then she wrote back again, and I said, uh, I'm not asking anymore. I'm begging you to fuck off, MAGA robot. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if anybody's seeing them, but it brings me joy to write. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy to, to a little bit riff off of that, uh, I also had a situation like that where somebody called me 
and there was a robot call, and it said uh, that I was have some problem with my social security number. Oh, uh, better, uh, better, you know, click one to find out how to resolve it. The person answered the phone, and I said, "Yes, this is Michael Schmidt from the FBI. Who am I speaking with?" Oh, and then they hung up. Like that. Yeah. I like that. I like the character work. I like the, the name choices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Former third baseman gets sure. a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's your answer. James Urbaniak is here. He's got these uh, hot off this new movie of his. That very secretive. <laughs> very mysterious. <laughs> You'd think in the break we would have asked what it was, but uh, none of us did. Nope. What if I just made the whole thing up? I can believe it. You're an actor. I haven't yeah. worked in two years. <laughs> exactly. You just want to put yourself out there. I just want something. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a really big director. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're banging down my door. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, All right. Here we go. Here's your answer. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. This is the real answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We have to, so we, we may have a tie here. Uh-oh. Okay. A guy Between who us, removes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a knight uh, dermatologist. A mercenary for hire or a swordsman for hire? Literally a freelancer. All right, I would say that I got it right because I said a guy who fought with the. <laughs> yes, line. we heard what you said. Yeah, and I think one of the nine excited. answers you gave was that. <laughs> I mean, I, I would. He's I, also said it. I, I I would accept somebody saying that I actually didn't get it right because I specifically was talking about knights and jousters as opposed to a just a sellsword. Even though, oh, no. even I though think Matt, you're good. I think it's a tie. All right, fair enough. You're the judge. I would, I would have said, yeah, you guys tied. I think you tied. But that means it comes down to the bet. That's true. Oh, it comes wait, down to the bet, which wait. almost never does. Hello. All right, so now we reveal what you bet, Elliot. Oh, what did you Lord. bet, sir? Sixteen. Sixteen, nice. James. I bet ten. Ten. <sighs> Elliot wins. I, nice. I win. Fair enough. I like the honesty of your bet, though, because a lot of guests come in and they're like, yeah. I'll just butt 25. I don't yeah. care. Like, I, what do I have to lose? You were you really thought about the category and, and bet according and to decided that. whether or not whether or not you because if you everybody also, got it wrong, you also said you felt good about the category and yet you only bet 10. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's going to feel good when you just say 900 things and hope one of them lands. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, he certainly uh, answered like he had bet 25. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, well, congratulations, Elliot. Thank on, you very uh, much. On getting very that good. right. And congratulations to James yeah. for making it a competition. Yeah. There you go. Right? It wasn't just handed to Elliot. He mm-hmm. had to earn it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Garen, what did you bet just out of curiosity? I bet 19. 19, wow, the Hardcastle. Nice. Matt? Nice. Boy, I also bet 10. And I bet 8. Oh, I bet eight. So if it had come down to the the boil, the thing, boils, you would have won. Mm-hmm. Of course, the boils. Yeah, you went to school. Right, with my, them? <laughs> Danny and Lance, oh, no. my favorite English singing troupe. You don't have to tell me that uh, the boils. Uh, oh, how about that Susan Boyle? Huh? Mm-hmm. What a beautiful voice that lady has. Yes. Is this a podcast from 10 years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? She came uh, out. They seemed a little frumpy. And then, uh, and then she had this beautiful like voice. Maria Callas. Brought Simon to tears. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't believe it. No. And he's a tough nut to crack. Oh, you wait, boy. You get Simon. <laughs> yeah, it really means something when he likes you. Um, boy, I can't boy. believe what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> we watched that voice a from an ugly woman? No. <laughs> That's really what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. Can you believe the voice out of this? And yeah, then it's like this ogre, this ogre, this, this woman who couldn't even leave the house without shame. There's a beautiful voice. That's what you're saying when you pass that around, Elliot. Yeah, well, <laughs> since you since you said my name, I will tell you, I auditioned for The Voice. Hmm. Yes, uh, we know that. And and uh, one of the things they said after I auditioned was, oh, you don't look like a singer. Oh, they hurt your feelings. Yes, they did. Oh, it sounds like you should have gone on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they, so. They welcome your ugly type over there. <laughs> it was it was. Yeah, what does this singer look like, sir? This yeah. guy walked out. You won't believe what happened next. <laughs> well, I can believe it. My guess is because you find him to be unattractive, <laughs> that he probably has a very good singing voice. Yeah, he's that's, nice that's, I, I understand what is about to happen. 
Um, Elliot sent an acapella recording of his singing to me the other day because, as I may have mentioned in the last episode, we had a little exchange where we were joking about the tyranny of the Adobe family of software. Yeah, we hadn't called it out as, as to what brand I'll it was. I'll say it. I don't yeah. give a shit. I, I agree with you. Adobe used to just sell software like everyone else. And then they, they were like, now? now they make you pay a monthly subscription fee to use it. Yep, which I do. And it's I need it. super expensive. Is that because you, they don't allow you to download it now? now you well, to... you download it. It's not online, but you can't. I think you can still maybe buy one piece of software, possibly. But like they, a, don't, they don't offer the downloadable of the whole package. Yeah. Can I still go to Best Buy and buy it and upload it? Mm-hmm. Is there any software you can do that with anymore? I don't know if Best oh, Buy we, sells that. but you, you can buy some software in stores, but I don't know if Adobe does it. This is your Photoshops and your Illustrators yeah, yeah, and your yeah, yeah, yeah. Premieres. Anyway, so I we I wrote something uh, to the tune of Mamma Mia. Uh, 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 that's Amore. That's Amore, right. Yes. I th- did I start or did you start? You start it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote some line about like, oh, you know, when your software sucks or whatever, the, uh, that's Adobe. Oh. And then he wrote the next line back. And so we went back and forth for Until like finished the song, 15 yeah. minutes. And then uh, and then he recorded the whole thing and sent I, it to me. And I, I figured, why not? Are we going to hear any I of it? I enjoyed it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know that we. I, I. I'm the one who brought it up, and yet I don't know that we want to do that right now. I mean, that's you up to you. I mean, that maybe that's a fun little bonus episode. Why is that an episode? <laughs> well, no. I mean, the bonus thing. A full episode. No. Yeah, oh. we're going to devote 45 minutes to talking about this. I think stuff. this will take literally 13 seconds. It's long. He's already uh, got it. He's got it. Yeah. But we're not going to hear the whole thing. I'm going to shut it down. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Ellie. A taste. <laughs> a little taste. Little of taste. That's Adobe. Month to month, and the software still stuck. That's Adobe. When the tool that you love gets bought up, then defunct. That's Adobe. <laughs> Bugs will stay. Diddle diddle hey, diddle diddle hey, and you'll say fuck you up. <laughs> you get wrote this. You will pay. You will always pay. You will always pay, and you'll say I'm a screwed up. Fuck you up. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, Very okay. good. And then it, you know how that song ends with a big flourish, yeah. so it's in there. But eh, we'll save it for some other time. Well, that's great. I, it's, it's nice that you guys are getting along on the uh, <laughs> yeah. on the, uh, the signal. Was that going to be a signal? That it was. was via signal. Yep. We had to use encrypted technology to share that. <laughs> uh, all right. James Urbaniak has been here. We're thrilled with his appearance um, and um, and insight into the acting world. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes that they, they don't reveal the cast or even the project. Hey. Yeah, a little more insight on the director would have been nice. <laughs> Just a slight bit more. Something insight. more, right? Yeah. We'll find out. When will we find oh, out? We'll I don't know so when we'll find it, out. It'll be great when you find Are it. Are you able to tell us off the air? Yeah, I'll tell you off the air, sure. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> well, that's it for us. See you later. All right, now go ahead and tell us. Um, but do check out the Del Close documentary. Uh, yes, yes, we, we for all, Mad Men only. For Mad Men Again, only. nothing to do with the TV show Mad Men. What's the last documentary you and your wife watched? Oh, that's an interesting question. What is the last documentary? I don't know. I think we watched, there's like some, uh, my wife's favorite genre is horror films. She loves the horror films. And I think film. we watched some kind of thing about like, Did you watch the Ma- history of like horror films or something. That sounds great. Did you, you watch know. that, uh, uh, Garen? Seems like something would be a... Uh, would that be In Search of Darkness? I don't a, remember what it was what called, but it was, it was something. They, no, it was actually, it was like a series about like uh, different eras of horror and stuff. So yeah, I think they did like one on like eighties horror and stuff. Like oh, that. Garen, that, that sounds is. like it's That's uh, right up my alley. Absolutely, yeah, Sarah. Like she's a completist. She has to watch every horror film. Good, oh, bad, wow. or indifferent. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of watching. Did you guys watch Malignant? A lot of watching. I haven't seen the ad. I just read about that for the first time, and I thought, oh, I gotta 
check in with my wife to make sure she knows about this. Yeah. Uh, I know nothing about it. I just heard about it. I've only seen the posters. I don't know anything about it myself. All right. Yeah, well, she will be watching it. I uh, guarantee you. Okay. I will. If I watch it, I'll think uh, that maybe we're watching it together. <laughs> That's uh, one of those trailers that when I'm like, I, I was watching something on YouTube the other day with Charlie, my son, and uh, that, that came up as the ad. I was like, no, no, no. Like that is so just even in trailer form is terrifying is to look is, at. Uh, what's, what's the premise? I don't know. I just, it just looks horrifying. Did you watch it yet, Garen? I have not seen it yet. I could not tell you what the premise is. It's, it's apparently it's off the walls. It's available both in movie and streaming. The it's theaters on, and streaming. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. All right. It's over there on the maximum where you get the max for the minimum. Not that minimum. No, it's pretty yeah. expensive. Okay. A little expensive. It's expensive. One of the most expensive. A little pricey, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, have, I have a quick question for our guest. Uh, James, are you open to questions? Oh, go crazy. All right, I've just been told the uh, floor is open. Go ahead, Elliot. I'm a... I'm a pretty reasonable Venture Brothers fan. Yeah, yes, the Venture Brothers. Uh, what what do we know about uh, what's happening next with the Venture Brothers? So, as most people who are fans know, the show is canceled, mm-hmm. the beloved Venture Brothers Adult Swim show. But we are we are doing uh, a, a series finale, which will be like, we're calling it a movie because it'll be like a long feature-length episode. Mm. And they're going to try to tie up as many of the loose ends as they can. Oh, boy. Oh. It's going to be tricky. <laughs> and I know the boys are writing it now. And so I'm waiting to hear when it's ready to record. But, you know, it's a long turnaround in animation. So I that see. probably won't be on for like a year or something. A couple of years or so. But there okay. will, there is going to be a series, an extended episode, feature length, possibly. Mm-hmm. To give us some closure. To give us some closure because we were so unceremoniously uh, 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 dropped. Yeah. <laughs> now, mm. because I'm the best detective in the room, mm. what I take away from this is you do a voice on that program? <laughs> I do. Right, I do. Very good. I do a um, podcaster character named uh, uh, Johnny uh, uh, per, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Why is everything a secret in your career? Why can't we know any of your character names? You gotta have some mystique in this business. Yeah, but this is out. That's point. This is out. Yeah, no mystique. Now I, I am Doctor Venture, the lead character. Have you seen the Venture Brothers? Not one second of it. Really? I, I don't like animation. No, that's fair. This is a show where people either have never seen it or they're super fans. There's mm-hmm. like no one in the middle. Yeah. Um, so he's that, a super that, fan. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that's that one this, second. This is the classic dynamic. Have you seen it? I have not. Has oh. Oliver watched it? I, boy, that's a good question. Let me text him. Seems like something he would like. Okay. I think so. It's, I think it's, he might like it. It's, it's a good. I actually, I have a, a, a 15-year-old son myself, you know. And does he like it? We just started binging it. Because nice. he, he, it's a little bit of adult content, and so he was sure. never quite, you know, wasn't showing it to him when he was little. Right. And he uh, actually expressed interest in watching it, and he really enjoys it. Oh, they cool. have Same. a lot. They have a lot of fun at the expense of Hanna Barbera. Yeah, there's a lot of the, the jumping off point for the show. Jimmy is it's sort of a parody of Johnny Quest. If you remember Johnny, Quest. I do remember Johnny. Quest. Yeah. Sort of adventure family, and the father goes off on adventure. So the con, the idea for the show is, what if Johnny Quest grew up? And now he's an adventurer with his own kids, but he's living in the shadow of his father, and he's mm-hmm. not that successful, and he's kind of a bitter crank. Oh. And his kids are, like, annoying. And so that's... <laughs> and he's a super scientist. And he's is... a super scientist, and there's a world of, like, super villains and stuff. But yeah. it's kind of like, what if Johnny Quest grew up and was kind of a bitter hack? Okay. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so it's very relatable. <laughs> for all of us bitter hacks. It is for one of us in here. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. What are you looking at me for? For humor. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's the answer. There Self-deprecating will be a, turned be a, into an attack. <laughs> there'll be some sort of finale that we, we title well, up in nice pink ribbon. All right, terrific. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I, my, 
you know, we've had you on more than once, and uh, I don't think Venture Brothers ever came up, so I wanted to make sure that we I'm glad said something. Did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about James' career because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Henry Fool. How about that? Wow, that's a deep cut, my yeah, friend. That was I was in film school when that came out and uh, loved it. Mm. It's an independent film I'm in. That's my first big thing. That was like yeah. in the '90s, an independent film called Henry Fool, directed by a great guy named Hal Hartley, is an right. independent director out of New York. That was like my first big movie. Awesome. Yeah, it's it a great, great movie. It's it is. That's also a funny, we shot that in 97. Uh, it came out like 98. Okay. And the, f- the thing is, when the uh, director wrote it, he wanted to address things that were happening in the world at the time. There's sort of, it has kind of novelistic quality about these characters, but we sort of reflect on 1997. So there's all this talk about this new thing, the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that whole 90s genre of like movies that address the internet? Yes. Look at them now and they're super quaint. <laughs> so it's, it's a great movie, but I play this guy who kind of becomes viral. And it's sort of one of the first yeah. movies to address that. That idea of like right. viral internet fame, but yeah. there's literally a character who's looking at someone's laptop and going, "Do you get the internet on that thing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, what's the name of the movie? It's called Henry Fool. Henry Fool. Yeah, it's good. You can find it out there. All right, yeah. I'll look for it. I like things from 1970. You can see a very younger version of me. All right, Little, glasses or no glasses? Uh, gla- oh, glasses, big time glasses character. Okay, oh, it's almost the template for the characters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little skinnier. Little, little, still same hair. Is that okay. possible? I, I yeah. honestly feel like you have not aged a day in my I, mind. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't gotten gray yet. I, I'm waiting. I just want to wake up and go full John Slattery. You don't <laughs> have any gray. Uh, there's now and then I find one, but they're not. But for wow. a 58 year old man, no, I know. you have little to no gray hair. I mean, it, it's, it, it's got to happen someday. You think it's going to slattery? I just, I don't want to go salt and pe- I don't want any transition. I just want to wake up. You want to wake up and, uh, with a uh, oh, uh, fright of Mike white. Pence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a little fly at the time. Yeah. Uh, well, that is a little. Because, uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm yeah, an actor. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm of a certain age now, but sometimes I don't ca- They're like the characters in his 50s, and I show up and they're like, who brought this millennial in here? <laughs> the skinny little dark-haired boy, yes. fresh out of college. <laughs> I'm like, all I want to do is look older and fatter. I'll book a lot more work. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but you could do something about that. You could, you could can't you color your hair? <laughs> Start living hard. Hard. But I also want to be healthy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a conundrum. Oh, you don't know what to do. <laughs> Success or health? Exactly. Uh, all right, James Rubaniak has been our guest. Uh, it's thank, been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Didn't mean to interrupt there. I was Just kind of... expressing my appreciation. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, last time you were here, I want to say uh, difficult people is what we were. Oh, yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that, that was it. Oh, yeah, that, that, which is also out there. It's a, If anyone hasn't seen Crazy that. It's wonderful. Three Worth seasons. Watching. It was on Hulu. It's yep. a really funny sitcom. Yes, it is. Created by a hilarious lady named Julie Klausner. Yes. Out of New York. And, and Billy Eichner's on it. It's a great yeah. show. Klausner, she just recently was on the the, uh, the musical, uh, uh, Schmigadoon. Yes. Right. She's oh. working on that show. Yeah. Right. Which we enjoyed in our household. Our household enjoyed that program. Mm-hmm. She's a talented lady. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I agree. Uh, all right. I'm going to have the pop culture. He's looking over there. Fresh out of San Jose. That's Garen Cockrell. Uh, behind Video Village. There he is. He's got those shirts he won't mm-hmm. stop talking about. That's uh, <laughs> the Paranoid Check, Elliot Hopper. The Honcho Matt Bell Lab. Our friend James Urbaniak from the, uh, the, the Monster Man movie. Um, <laughs> I know what it's called. Uh, Do you? I'll, be, I'll give you $5 if you say it. Is that true? Let me see if I have a Okay, here we go. I, no, I don't, full title. Um, sure, absolutely. The full title? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's for five bucks, yeah. Uh, uh, 
for for Mad Men only, the Del yes. Close story. Ah, you got it. Aha! It was that. it was worth the five look to hear that, you say it right look once. Look at that crisp. Look at that crisp. I know. It's a nice. beautiful five. I know the title of it. I say things for humor <laughs> on this know, program from time to time. Uh, uh, that goes. Oh, look at that! It goes nicely right, right in the beginning there. It's a lot it, of uh, analog uh, currency uh, that you're carrying there. I now friend. have seventy-five dollars. What are you tipping a pot dealer later today, or what? <laughs> I keep my temple clean, sir. <laughs> Twenty, forty, sixty, seventy-five dollars. He's actually he's tipping a freelancer. <laughs> what do you have? I want to see it. You know, because I try to keep cash. I literally have one single. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What do you and have? A, and a moth just flew out too. I have. Um, Is that what hit me earlier? <laughs> I. By the way, that five came from a, a a wad of fives that I won on this show at some point. Oh yeah, a long time ago, for like a season thing. So you have the fives like somewhere in. The- yeah, and, and every once in a while I go to replenish my 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 thing here. So I have. What do you have? This is interesting. I like this. Uh, and I like the idea of analog money. Is yeah. Yeah. James called it. Yeah. I got twenty five thirty. 35, 40, 43. 43. Nice. Elliot. What? Hang on. I have an expired uh, Gelson's coupon. Oh, you can toss that. <laughs> All right. No, I like keeping it in there. It reminds me to remember the next one. Did go, yes. Uh, what do you got? Uh, you don't have any cash. Oh, I got no cash. All right. That answers that. Uh, you have 50? 50, yeah. All right. Well, listen, it's always nice to have a little walking around money. Sure. Uh, all right. Let's get back. Before we leave, by the way, I don't want, uh, we, luckily, uh, my son got back to me. Oh. Um, it is, um, uh, here is... Uh, uh, no, I've heard of it, though. Isn't it an animated comedy show spoofing the old 80s action cartoons? I could be wrong, but I think it's something like that. Yep, that's, that's very right. close. It's, it's definitely sense. spoofing a lot of cartoons, mm-hmm. different yeah. things. Um, yeah. that, I would say that's a yes. All right. Well, he's not, but uh, now he will, because I will I say to him, you should watch this. Mm-hmm. Based on what you've described, I think he'll like it. I, I know for a fact he will like it. Mm-hmm. He was watching American Dad this morning. He likes that. He likes that family guy. He likes mm-hmm. uh, The Simpsons. He likes a lot of things. Yeah, there you go. As I mentioned, he's watching Arrested Development for the second time, <laughs> which would mean the third time in my house. Counting the time you watched it when uh-huh. it was first on, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of Arrested Development. So you think the house itself might be like enough? <laughs> it's actually. Well, I know one person in the house is feeling that way. So I don't know if the I don't know if the structure itself agrees <laughs> yeah, with the, that gentleman. The beams are yeah. It's like the third time you hear the jokes, you're like, I got it. I've, I got it. Yeah. Three times already. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, got it. Uh, all right, uh, Garen, Elliot, Matt, James, I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK-47, Gone Not Forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.